Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It's all about what we need more of. We don't have enough of it, unfortunately, in our world today, and that is love. And if we will make love our common denominator from coast to coast, I really believe, as for terrorism, we can minimize that threat, not just here on our shores in America, but also abroad. And it's it's definitely known, it's a known fact, if we love more and if we love and love strong, we can eliminate a lot of crises. We can even prevent some from happening. So Let's not forget that, ladies and gentlemen, that song that you heard was entitled Make It Love by The Hummins. That's the name of the group, The Hummins. And I did post that on the events page. If anybody would like to check out the video, it's pretty inspiring, I thought. 
you will enjoy what you see. And also there's a message in the music, of course. And without any further ado, first and foremost, I want to welcome everyone that's tuning in. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. I am your host, Fran the Sage Poet. And I have a very special guest on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight. I'm going to give a little information about her at this time. The feature artist in the spotlight is Lady Nakia. She is a literary artist. She is a poet. And she is a radio talk show host of not just one talk radio show, but two. Lady Nakia, otherwise known as Golden Stilettos, is the host of World of Poesia, an open mic poetry show that airs weekly on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio, every Tuesday night at 9. And all you have to do, if you have the online Internet access, you can visit the online link, blogtalkradio.com, backslash soul, the number one, and the word radio. And hear the live audio feed, 9 p.m. Tuesday night. Now, of course, she's not on tonight. She's taking a little leave of absence from doing her show tonight. Why? Because she has a major event forthcoming on Saturday, and I'm going to, of course, um, after I finish with introducing her properly, I'm going to turn the mic over into her hands, and she's going to inform everyone about this upcoming event that will take place on this week, or weekend, shall I say, Saturday. Also, one more thing, Nakia is the creator of Nakia's Open Book Two, a variety talk show which airs every Sunday night at 7 p.m. You can visit the online link on Sundays to hear the live audio feed. Remember, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the start time. You can visit her show. Go to TalkShoe.com if you would like to hear any past recorded episodes and her show's ID number is 131416. I repeat, 131416. And for those of you, maybe you did not uh, know that we do have a specific uh, topic for tonight's show. We try to have a new topic every week, and so far we have been meeting that quota, and we always have a focus word along with a fresh topic weekly. And for tonight, the topic is hosting the show the second time around with better results. And who better to know the truth and relevance of doing just that than Lady Nakia? She has successfully launched Nakia's open book not once, but twice, so this is the second time around. We're going to hear from her tonight, and she's going to fill us in on some very helpful tips because I know there are some talk radio show hosts out there that have stopped doing talk radio, but you want to get back in doing it. 
And, of course, you want to make sure that when you get back in that you are ready for doing just that, and you want to do it and give it 110%. Well, tonight, Lady Nakia is going to help show you how because there's a way to do it. There's a way to get it right. And our focus word will be refresh. Please don't forget that word because a focus word is very significant. This focus word for tonight will help you with being able to fully comprehend what the topic is all about. Again, I repeat, the focus word for tonight's show is refresh. Yes, you heard me correctly, refresh. For those of you who called in, if you would like to talk to the show host or if you would like to talk to our feature artist in the spotlight, all you have to do is press the following keys on your telephone pad. Press the star key or the asterisk key and then press number 8. Press the star key and then press number 8. And when I look in the call queue, I will see that your hand is raised. And I will call you to the mic to speak in that order in which you call in. I want to let everyone know, welcome to the Exceptional Scribbles Show. I am your host, Brandon Sage Poet, and our feature artist in the spotlight is Lady Nakia. Now at this time, I'm turning the spotlight onto our feature artist, and I am rolling the red carpet for her to join me on the panel. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me to welcome to the panel tonight our feature artist in the spotlight, Lady Nakia, a.k.a. Golden Stilettos. Welcome. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for that warm, descriptive welcome. Oh, you are so very welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure um, to be here over the Exceptional Scribble Show as a feature. I am so honored, and um, thank you again for reaching out to me, and uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Francine. You are very welcome. We are honored to have you. Um, Being a radio show host and one in particular whom is yet in training as for just learning the ropes in regards to advancement. Because I don't want to just do this and do it. I want to do it and be able to teach someone else this is how you do it. So in order to master this, I need to talk with people that I know are experienced in this, who love doing this, they're passionate about this, and they do it very well. So it gives me great pleasure to have you on the panel tonight, Lady Nakia, and to collab with you and to even just have dialogue with you and to find out just how this thing should be done. First and foremost, I would like for you to share with our listening audience what made you decide 
that radio talk show hosting was good for you to do? How did you know this was something for you? Wow. Um, I would have to say, I would have to say the the love for people. Um, I have so much love for people, and um, for for the mm-hmm. longest time, I have always been a listener. And okay. Sometimes that is definitely a con. Um, because you know mm. you have your pros and your cons, mm-hmm. and the reason why I would say at times it was mostly cons is because I really did not have a voice that was um being heard and um okay, and I would have to say also that's again on my personality um you know is because I've always been as growing up um very quiet, very shy. Mm-hmm. Um, also I always been the type of woman where I always reserved, I mean, not reserved. I always, um, wanted to know my surroundings. I always reserved everybody around me. Uh, and I always would take my time of getting to know people before I allowed them into my circle, into my life and things of that nature. Hmm. So a lot of the time, yeah. a lot of things I, you know, I would not say or I'll, you know, say to myself, and I've always been a listener for so many of my friends, and at times when I wanted to speak about something or vent about something, I was not fully heard because I always was that listening ear and Mm. always was there for everyone else. Mm -hmm. So as I got older, I was like, wow, you know, you, you just start knowing, like, I don't really mm-hmm. feel like I'm being taken serious. I'm not really feeling that my feelings or my thoughts are, you know, are um, being taken into consideration, you know, right. because I, I always were pro- provided the ear. I never really provided my voice. You know, of course I would provide them, you know, with, like, suggestions or advice and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But when it came to me, you know, I don't feel as though, a lot of my friends back then was there for Nakia. Okay. So hmm. I wanted to provide a platform for voices, you know, yeah. um, for all voices to be heard because it's, it's so much to be discussed. And, you know, I always would, um, you know, a lot of people would, what's that word, when they, you know, you seem to bring people into your life or, or you know, they know something, and they're like, wow, you know, you're such a um, a down-to-earth person, or you, mm-hmm. you know, you have such a yes, great indeed. vibe about you, you know, and things that, like that. So I was like, and I enjoy talking, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I've always been a phone person, yeah. um, and I wanted to provide that platform for others, you know, for a voice. So that's why... When I first started my show and I had it on my first cards was a voice is given. So mm. that you know oh my. that is why. That's that's one of the reasons why I chose to do this. Wow, Lady Nakia, you have truly given us foundation based knowledge in regards to 
why a talk show host should elect to be just that. Um, I love how you started off with saying, I love people. And so my love for people drew me to doing this. I think that if you're not a people person, being a talk show host will not agree with you. Um, Some people do things because they want prestige. They would do something like this for building a fan base because they want to acquire popularity, but not necessarily for the same reason that you gave, because they love people. And I find that to be admirable about you. And I don't think I ever asked you that question in the past, have I? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. And I loved how you answered it. And you answered it in um, three ways. You first stated that you, of course, loved people, and your love for people was what drew you to doing this. And then you went on further to say how you discovered your own voice by first you were just a good listener. I think a lot of times people think that the best talk show hosts are the ones that are the most gabby or they have the gift of gab the ones that talk a lot, the ones that are the best conversationalists. But it's not necessarily true. I can remember when Oprah Winfrey first started her show, and one of the things that stood out with me about her was she gave the audience the floor to express their feelings, their thoughts, and their opinions. And she listened. She would literally go over to them. She would give them tissues if they got emotional and began to cry. She would put her arm around them if they needed comforting. She gave them the floor, the audience. Yeah, it it was her show now, the Oprah Winfrey show. But she didn't mind sharing the floor and hearing them. I really believe because... She knew that it was key, it was necessary to hear her audience. And that is what people, they admired her for that. They loved her for that. And her ratings were so high. I think Merv Griffin, before her Merv Griffin show, had the highest ratings. But once Oprah's show began to air and people just gravitated to her, they just gravitated to her. And then I believe Merv Griffin's show Ratings began to go down because people tended to feel that she's more tangible. She's relating to us. She's getting through to us because she's not afraid to come where we are emotionally, mentally, what have you. Offer us a listening ear and a showing of support. And then to help us acquire the answers we need. I love how she would always have those experts there on that panel for anyone that needed help. And then she didn't mind disclosing facts about her own personal life. 
And so to be a talk show host, you have to be willing, as Lady Nakia has expressed tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and anyone who's listening in, you have to be willing to be an open book. You have to not be afraid to show your scars, to let people know you're real, you're humane and human. Yes, if you cut me, I bleed. And yes, I hurt. I'm not superwoman. I'm not supergirl. I'm a woman. I'm a real woman. I'm a real person. And I need love and support just like the next person. So um, I think that's so necessary what you said. You know, um, you have to love people. You have to love people, number one. And I love how you just answered in three ways. And then you stated about how you didn't have a voice. Um, You didn't want to hurt others' feelings. So sometimes you stayed within your own self and held things inside instead of expressing how you really felt about something or expressing your, your views and opinions. But then you realize with time you learned a valuable lesson. It's necessary to speak out. It's necessary to let your voice be heard. No one will even know that you're present or here or exist otherwise. You've got to assert yourself. And one thing I can say that I've come to learn about you is this. You are very passionate about what you do. You're a very loving person, very genuine. But you have no problem when it's necessary with asserting yourself and letting someone know if they are misinterpreting something you said, well, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Can you share with our listening audience? Because I think some people are afraid to assert themselves when it's necessary. Can you explain for our listening audience how that is so important? And if you're not doing it, especially if you're a talk show, talk radio show host, if you're not doing that, you are only setting up yourself for failure. Can you just touch on that, please, and thank you. Sure, no problem. Thank you. Um, well, I, you know, I would have to say this, Fran Fran, that uh-huh. I believe that you and I <laughs> are still <laughs> learning that part. Okay. Um, so when it comes to, you know, I guess like standing your ground or, or demanding that respect, um, because you know we we provide we provide a platform you know for so much, and one of them is for voices and um because and the reason why I say that is because the different topics um that we do provide the the interviews and you know things of that nature, so we want everyone to have a time and a chance um on the mic. Yeah. You know, to speak what they feel, how they feel. Um, and, you know, even though sometimes I may get a little long-winded, you know, depending on um, your passion and how you're feeling, you know, at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> sometimes it gets to a point where you're like, okay, 
you know, you don't want to be to a point where this is my show and I can do what I want to do, which in actuality we can because it is our show. Mm-hmm. However, we want this our show to be everyone's show. And, mm. you know, um, but at the same time, we need to respect each other, um, even when it comes to the one mic rule. Um, so we have to, you know, be, you know, like um, we have to be where we're like, okay, there are others out there, you know, that need to get on the mic, you know, that needs to say something. Yeah. Um, sometimes we have to find a point of letting, I guess in a way, you know, letting our, you know, our family, friends, our callers, our audience know, um, it, you don't want to come off rude, but at the same time, you know, you're not coming off rude, but you just want everyone to respect what that person is saying and to give them an allowable time to say what they feel, how they feel and, and their thoughts. But, at, you know, at the same time, everyone deserves, you know, to have that time on the mic. So, you know, we are still learning um, and, you know, with that. And <laughs> I will tell you this, there was a statement that was mm. made on Facebook. Um, I believe your friends were her as well. I'm not sure. Okay. But um, her name is, is Mika, and she just changed her hair color to this very pretty red color. And she was like, I noticed that the older I get, the more bold I am. Mm. And when she said that, because I have been thinking about that to myself, and I'm like, wow, you know, there are some things that I used to, you know, just take and, you know, okay, fine, and or just bottle it up or, you know, and which is not good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's like, you know, some people are like, oh, my, you know, you're mean. It's not being mean. It's that I should be able to, we're both grown. And That's right. if I have something on my mind or if I'm feeling a certain type of way, I should be able to say it, but say it in a way where I'm not coming off, you know, being rude or, you know, being obnoxious, you know. And mm-hmm. I've noticed with that a lot of people cannot deal with that, you know, mm. A lot of people will say, I want someone that's real. I want someone that's honest. I want someone that's going to keep it with me, you know, be straight up. And then when you are like that, a lot of people do not know how to take it or handle it. And I would have to say a lot of people from my past up until now, um, you know, where, well, can't say from my past up until now, I would say um, very good friends that have grown up with me or even family members. Mm-hmm. Um they're not, they're like, oh, you know, oh, my gosh, I forgot you're, you know, you're a woman. You're <laughs> because, you know, they don't know how to, to take me or accept it. And it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, grown, I'm growing. And even though I'm older, I'm still growing. You know, we still go through growing pains. But That's it's certain right. things that I may have dealt with before that I am not going to deal with now. And, and then also becoming a a host of your own show, you know, and you have other things that's going on, you know, like other positive projects and things like that. You know, unfortunately, there's people out here that will misuse you. You know, you could use me, you know, within a good way because we use each other, you know, as far as helping each other 
to build each other and help each other up that louder, that louder. Right. But if when it comes to where you're misusing me, that's when we have a problem. You know, I heard that. You know, and I yes, learned indeed. that from someone a long time ago. Um, one of my friend's mothers, and she was a very good friend of mine as well. Um, and I, I'll never forget when she said that. And I was like, use you? You know, because I was like, no, that's not good. You know, that's not good if someone use you because that's what you always hear as growing up. Like using someone was a bad thing. It was not good. Mm-hmm. It was negative. But she said, no, it's fine if you use me because using me, because we're using each other right now. You know, if you need something and I need something, we're using okay. each other. You know, as in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine, so we're using each other. But you like you misusing that right. you do not want. And I was like, ah, oh. and that always stuck with me for years now. And I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times we do use each other, but in a good way. But when it comes to misusing, no. So I had to. Learn how to stand on my feet and mm-hmm. like have more of a backbone and let you know you're not going to be talking to me any kind of way or coming at me any kind of way because if I'm giving you respect, I would love to have that back, you know. Mm. And if I'm not going to do that to you, and unfortunately, you know, they always say treat people how you want people to treat you. Unfortunately, yeah. it does not work like that. A lot of the times, you may pe- treat people well and treat them good. Mm-hmm. You may not get it back, but now as I'm, you know, coming into, I guess you would say like your womanhood into your own self, getting to know this, this is what comes with age. It's like yeah. you learn more and more about yourself and what you will deal with and what you will not deal with. So it's to the point, you know, now I'll be like, okay, listen, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, this is how I feel. And blah blah blah. So you know, it's 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 coming from experience, and it's coming to getting to know yourself and coming into yourself. So, and when you're becoming like, and if you're a businesswoman, and you have things that you you have a vision for, and you want certain things certain ways, you have to you know, listen. I'm here. I'm not invisible. Mm-hmm. I am here That's right, right in front of you. And this is how we're going to do it, or this is how we need to do it. Or, you know what I'm saying, like, you have to stand your ground because if Mm -hmm. not, a lot of times you will be misused or misguided or someone's going to take advantage, Mm -hmm. and you don't want that. So you have to be assertive at times, and it comes with territory. (laughs) And it comes with territory, I heard that. Very good, very good. Very truth-filled as well. We have a caller on the line that has been waiting for some time. I'm going to go to this caller. This is a caller from Texas. Welcome, caller from Texas. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. Hey. Hey, would this be the co-host of Nakia's Open Book 2? Would I explain why Nakia is laughing in the background so much? <laughs> oh well, I guess. Yes, <laughs> yes friend. How you doing this evening? This is the co-host of Nakia's Open Book Radio Show. Ken, welcome. <laughs> Tell everyone now, where you're calling from. 
calling from Dallas, Texas. Okay. Are there any Cowboy fans out there? Well, if there are, uh, Ken is on the line. Give him a shout-out. If not, oh, well. You know what, <laughs> That's all that matters. We won the game yesterday. No matter how it was, it was going to be a win, but we got the win. And, got the win. Uh, and, and um, oh, before I go any further, I'll like to say hello to my lovely host, Nikia. Congrats on being the special guest on Friends show. Which is not, this is like normal here, so this is nothing special. It is special, but anyway, it's not because it's like family time right now. So, um, oh, God. This is, this is just normal right here. This is just us right here. We're family up in, in this place. So, we uh, are. So true. I, yeah, and uh, you touched on a lot of, lot of stuff on, 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 this, on this topic, and you said the word refresh. Mm, um, mm -hmm. That's our focus word for tonight, refresh. And that is very, 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 very true. You have to refresh everything about yourself, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, everything about you got to be refreshed on a consistent basis. Because when you Mm -hmm. get get with a lot of stuff every single day, and the kid touched on something that I know we had our personal conversations on a lot of things off the air that we talk about. Personally, that I won't share on the air, but mm-hmm. if you understand where, where I'm coming from with it, though, it's like a lot of stuff that you don't share with everybody because you're thinking that they're with you and they'll turn around and go against you. Just because, let's put it this way let's just say the enemy sees your potential and don't want you to tap into that, so they'll find a way to discourage you one way or another so that you don't come out of that shell that you don't come out of whatever you're dealing with at that precise moment. But you got to realize God always has your back, regardless of your situation. As long as you acknowledge him first, you're good to go. And a lot of things the kid has shared with me over over quite some time, and we've been Facebook friends for like, what, four years, but it seemed like an eternity. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's always been a blessing just to, to be around someone who, who I've never seen. Mm-hmm. They just talked on the phone. We never met in person. Mm-hmm. Our connection was through Facebook, through, you know, group pages, and then, you know, becoming her co-host on her show. We always had a strong connection. You know, we always had that. But what was so crazy, a lot of people misunderstood her and myself it's because a lot of people know how we connect. And they were mm-hmm. off the top of their head, oh, y'all got something going on. I'm like, no, it's not like that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever we have, it's like a brother and sister thing. We just vibe mm-hmm. like that. And not everybody will go get that. And I'm I'm coming to learn that. I'm coming to a better understanding with that. And Nikita, I know how Nikita is passionate about her show. She knows I'm a clown, whatever. I'm just being myself on the show, but I'm also going through a learning curve with her as well on being her co-host because there are certain things I can do with certain you know, guests that comes on, and there are certain ones you can't do because, you know, I play for our guests, our clowns and all that, but that's, you have to come to a point that, okay, let me get serious with this because not everybody is not like, you know, my personality because everybody is different in their own way. Like when we come, like when we come to your show, you know, you give some some much needed insight along with lady support, right? 
Yes. Okay. Y'all give some much needed insight on a lot of things, and you know, not to say oh, her show is boring, no, but it's it's very interesting. It draws your intellect. It touches your mind. Mm-hmm. See where you at at your level of creativity within your, let's say, your book or radio show or whatever it is that you're into. It touched on those subjects. And a lot of guests that came onto the show and shared some, like a lot of much needed information for every other fellow poet, artist, whatever. Whatever you're doing, whatever your passion is, y'all touched on that area. Going back to the host of our show, at first, I was a little nervous about being her co-host because I was like, is this woman crazy enough to bring me on as her co-host? Mm. It takes a lot of patience to deal with me on a consistent basis. I have you, I would test your nerves. And the kid know that person, I would test her on and off the air. And it's not to make her upset at me or nothing. It's just I just test you to see where, where you're thinking at. And she'll do the same. She'll do the same. <laughs> and we just know how to push each other's buttons in a good way, but not in a bad way. So I have my few running where I felt that that's a little that's a little embarrassing. That, that can cause her to like want to go off on me a little bit, and I I find myself being very apologetic to her because she's like, you know, I guess I apologize. You have no idea what you're dealing with. If I make a mistake, you gonna know, hey, hey, my bad. I shouldn't do this. Blah 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 blah. You gonna get it. But uh, mm. it's like the way we the way we flow on the air. With the, with the audience, and we want the audience to have their fun. And I heard her say before, you know, everybody that comes on got to respect the mic, got to respect the person that, that's talking, your future guest or whatever. You got to respect the host along with the co-host. And, she, you know, show man love us, you know, give others some time to come on and say what they got to say and be done with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a few that came on there, and they just run their mouth like they lost their minds. I was thinking, okay, these folks really need to shut up, though. And I keep my composure sometimes because some of them just going on and on and on. I love y'all, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, because y'all, like, just let me down on it. And, um, <laughs> friend, I am, I am on a roll right about that. So, uh, okay, well, listen, I want to say thank you. For all of that good uh, commentary, because a lot of people don't understand all of what it entails to be a talk show ready re- talk radio show host. They think all you have to do is be someone that enjoys talking on the mic, but it's not bad. It's much more to this than that. So I want to say. So, Ken, thanks so much for your valuable uh, feedback and input. We have some other callers, and I've got to make sure that everyone has a chance to talk while Lady Nakia is on the mic and available in the spotlight to talk with them. We have a caller now from, it says, Southeast Pennsylvania, and I believe this is a caller from Philadelphia. Welcome, caller from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Your mic is now unmuted. You may speak. Uh, good evening, Francine and Nakia. This is uh, Divine Inspiration. Oh, um, good evening. 
Good evening. I'm calling to commend both of you for doing what you do. You provide a venue or a platform for voice, just as you had spoken of earlier. Um, mm. Gives us an opportunity to explore areas and concerns that need to be addressed. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, and I really appreciate your topic for tonight. Uh, mm. It brought to mind for myself an old adage that I is very near and dear to my heart. It says that uh, it takes an entire village to raise a child. Yeah. I think we need to keep that, but we need to refresh it. Um, and That's actually our focus it. word, too, ironically, refresh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and expand it, too. It takes an entire nation to raise a child. Mm. Things that need to be refreshed. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. The areas that, that come to mind for me is our parental involvement in child rearing. Yes. Uh, we need to refresh the respect that we have for our children as mm-hmm. well as the respect that we teach our children. Uh, we need to refresh the spiritual uh, foundations that we were raised with, the moral foundations, the emotional foundations. Yes. And by doing so, it would promote the love that's so lacking in this world today that you both had spoken, mm-hmm. spoken about earlier. Um, but I really appreciate your, your, your venue. Um, Thank you. I appreciate is, you. Um, and and I, I think this is your first, is this your first time calling into the show? To your show, yes. Okay, yes. Thank you and welcome. We always like Thank to you. acknowledge our first-time callers. And, of course, we want you to know that we welcome you to Come back, and uh, this is very good. We need to hear from first-time callers and to know that we are really reaching our listening audience in the proper manner. So thank you for that feedback, and uh, you may continue with uh, the mic. The mic is returned into your hands. There is just another one other point I wanted to bring up. Oh, um, about the venue that you ladies are, are producing and any other host that may be out there listening. Um, yes. This is the, the venue you're, 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 you're providing is so important because these are the ways that seeds get planted. Mm. And the seeds being planted from your discussions, that's what's going to produce the growth that's needed to obtain the fruit, which is the mm. peace and the love in the world today. And without platforms like what you're providing, it's going to uh, inhibit a lot of that, you know. Um, mm. and, uh, and and I want to send a thanks out to Ken, too. It is crazy, so. <laughs> he said something that I really needed to hear today when he was speaking about how the enemy tries to keep us from tapping into our potential. Uh, mm-hmm. That's something that I'm struggling with right now. So so he was, and that that's a good example of, the seeds to get planted from the venue that you have here, because I really needed to hear that right now. Awesome. So thank you, Ken. And I just that's all I really had to say. I just wanted to show some support and love for Nakia and mm-hmm. to chime in on that topic, because it is, it is something that's that, uh, really needed today. We need a whole lot of refreshing. Yes, and before wow. you leave, we definitely want you to um, uh, put – Pull a, pull a plug for the name of your ministry or outreach, and also if you are an artist, what if you have any published works or if you have any events that are forthcoming or maybe you're, you're a sponsor of an event, feel free to share any of your current-to-date 
promotional uh, information with our listeners. And thanks as well. Yes, go ahead, Paul. As Nakia so uh, eloquently put it, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a a virgin in this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I got introduced to Nakia's show a few months back through another host of her blog talk uh, radio, um, Smitty. (laughs) And so I've been Mm -hmm. sharing some poetry there. And I've also been invited to be a guest at the um, event that Nakia is hosting on the 12th. Oh, okay, on the 12th. Yes, indeed. Yes, and just thinking about this, got my hands shaking again already. (laughs) 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 But it's going to be all right. (laughs) Yes, it Um, is. I really, other than that, and and my writing and my poetry, um, I'm not involved. my church, of course, Divine Inspiration, I mean, excuse me, Spotlight Deliverance Temple in Bristol, Pennsylvania. Um, okay. I just, I don't know, I just enjoy writing and uh, I enjoy God. So I put my two passions, my two loves together and I do what I do. And it's up to the listener to either hear what it is that I'm trying to say or what it is that the Lord is trying to get me to say or not. You know, uh, hmm. I just have do what I feel led to do, and then I let him handle the rest, <laughs> you know. Okay. And, and that ties into what Ken was doing because I am so nervous about this. I've had crazy thoughts, but um, <laughs> what Ken said made a lot of sense to me, you know. Um, oh. This is what the enemy doesn't want us to do, mm-hmm. to get together and, and to speak about things and, and, and to share the gifts that he gives us. So I don't care if I look like an idiot up there. I'm going to do what I have to do, I, and I just trust in the Lord to, to get me through it, you know. And I, yes, I'm, indeed. I'm not going to lay, lay, lay heed to anything that the enemy tries to do to stifle me. So, That's uh, right. Appreciate that, man. Awesome. And awesome. Nikki has been very, Nikki has been very supportive in that in this as well. Um, it's going to be well, interesting. <laughs> yes. Well, we are. Excited for you. I mean, you know, I always say when you get butterflies in your belly, that's a good indication. That's a sure enough sign that you're going to have an exceptional experience, whether it's going to be on the stage, whether it's going to be out in the streets, wherever your event is going to be, it's going to it's going to be exceptional. So be encouraged and just know um, it's good to have those butterflies. <laughs> but That's nervous energy. I got pterodactyls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Well, I think the bigger the better. The, the bigger the better. Yes, indeed. Oh my God! Excuse me. When I was a little baby, I got dropped on my head, so I have a legitimate excuse. <laughs> oh my! Well, we and we oh, appreciate God. your good humor too. That all, always helps, right? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> oh my gosh, Paul! Wow, you you would do a fantastic job. Um, like I was saying to Paul that he's our virgin, and me and Jennifer get to pop his cherry this Saturday. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> okay. oh, so this is a groundbreaking moment for him. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, and Paul, if you do stay on for the um the open mic, because I um I I am going to try to um I am going to stay on a little bit longer um than what we said oh. about earlier, Francine. Oh, okay, um, wonderful. 
And, we have so many you know, callers, too. I wouldn't want them to miss out on getting a chance to have dialogue right. with you. So I'm glad to hear that. Thanks, Lady Nakia. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. And I wanted to tell you, Paul, that, you know, if you do stay around for the open mic, I would really love for you to share a piece with um, Francine and the audience. His mm-hmm. writing is so good. Um, and his name, Divine Inspiration, really goes with him. Um mm. And okay. that is a name that is a name that Paul actually picked out for himself <laughs> himself. And I was like, that goes with you. Uh, so, you know, the name that he has chosen for himself speaks volume. And um, you know, and Paul is very nervous. And Paul, I'm gonna let you know. Mm. We are okay. very nervous as well this for this Saturday, so you're not the only one. Right. Uh, oh yeah. We're we're excited, we're nervous. And yes. guess what? This is our first time doing this event. So we're, us three are virgins. So we right? can talk with other Terry's. Oh, my. The first time. Yeah, so, we, you know, we have a threesome going on, so we get to pop mm-hmm. with Terry's. <laughs> That's right. This is awesome. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thanks again, Paul, for joining us tonight. We will come back to you because we definitely want to hear some of your phenomenal poetry. Yeah. Right, thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks again. Thank you, Paul. Well, now we have um, what I would like to say is because there's several callers, I don't want to miss anyone. If you would like to speak to the show host, me, <laughs> for the stage <laughs> poet, or if you would like to speak to the feature artist in the spotlight, Lady Nakia. All you have to do is raise your hand in the caller queue. I see hands raised, and I'm acknowledging yeah. you. I see um, some callers press, out there. Yes, indeed. Press the <laughs> asterisk or star key, and then press number eight, and that is when I will see your hand raised. And I'm going to All call right. on you in the order in which you called in. I see first we have, it looks like Keith. Keith, 827. Welcome, Keith. Hello. Hi, welcome. How are you doing, Fran? I'm how you fine, doing? thanks. And um, how are you? I'm great. I can't complain. You know, great is good. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> speaking of refreshed, um, Sunday it was my birthday, turned 48, and Happy belated birthday to you. Happy birthday to to you. you. (laughs) Okay, I think we started Nate on good. All right. (laughs) Keith. And a happy and a healthy 48 you are, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Good. I look good. I just refreshed. For new year, new energy, new co- new goals, new conquest, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that was what means that for me, new ideas, you know. And uh, I just feel very strong and positive for mm. the putting brand new year and everything like that. So, not to get off the subject, but just just for that as much. Well, I'm uh, gonna um, refresh your mind with this statement. Our topic for tonight's show is 
hosting the show the second time around with better results. Would you happen to have any questions for Lady Nakia based on what the topic for tonight's show is? I think every show that she does gets better and better. Mm. I Paul? think every show is, every is like show. a every show is just like jazz. It's a different atmosphere, different energy every time she does it. Mm. Oh, thank you, Keith. Thank you. Yours too, friend. I listen thank to you. You know, it's just like I compare it to jazz. It's a different feel, different vibe every night. So, mm. you know, you do it. You know, I, that it, is it so hits, positive. Thank you. You know, and it just hits hits home to me. And I, I you know, and this time, in this day and time, we all need something to really focus on positiveness with all the uh, things that are going on in this world. Mm, you know? That's mm-hmm. right. Yes. That's right. And what would you like to uh, mention about uh, talk radio show hosting in general? What would you say it is that you don't necessarily like to observe or or to bear witness to, but you're noticing it is happening a lot with talk radio shows. Could you share and elaborate? Because one of the things that I know Lady Nakia does is she's constantly assessing herself in her shows. So it's always a good thing to hear from the listening audience, what is it that I'm doing that's good and how can I do it better? I think that you... And both both of you basically, y'all keep the topics live. Y'all keep the y'all keep the energy up, and you look you uplift people. Mm-hmm. That's the thing you uplift people. I can I can sometimes I just like to listen, you know, just to feel the upliftment coming through my computer, mm. you know, and and you give people uh, ideas. Goals, the goals to strive, and opinions to formulate, because you don't get a lot. You don't get a lot of that in the mainstream media. You don't get a lot of that amongst other people. A lot of people think negatively, do negatively, and they just doesn't. They don't feel as though they have any outlet or any hope, especially in this in the city of Philly. So, I think that I feel that y'all do y'all do a very good job of conveying and convincing people that they can um, do anything that they set their mind to. And we need that right now. Mm. Awesome. Just by talking with people out in the street who want to become um, writers or authors who want, want to become authors and poetry people who want to be, Want to be out there? They, you know, they come to me and ask me how I do this or how I go, how I do that, or where do I go? And I give them a little bit of advice and just tell them, you know, stay strong, write what you feel, and mm-hmm. your head up, and just keep looking because it's hard out here, but it's also rewarding too. That's right. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thanks. Um, Ooh, I feel inspired and uplifted by your words tonight. Thanks so yeah. much, Keith. Mm-hmm. And, and, and thank uh, you so much for asking that question, um, Francine. 
Um, oh, you're thank welcome. Thank you, Keith, for sharing that. I really appreciate that. No problem. And um, hopefully soon, Zaire, my new book, Zaire, will be out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Now, I need you to, <coughs> since you've already put the title name of the book out there, can you give us a little, just a sneak peek of <laughs> what the book is about? I'm not telling you to give us the whole plot, but just a <laughs> sneak peek, because now you got us hungry to know more. I'll give you this. Zaire, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's a Zaire is about a guy who's an educated, conscious guy who has to do the wrong thing Ooh. to reach the community. Uh, wow. Good enough. Wow. You got uh-huh. me right there. I'm 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 definitely gonna buy this book. And I will yeah. definitely be talking with you off the air because we want to have you come on the panel the Exceptional Scribble Show in twenty sixteen and to uh discuss your book. We want to help nope. you promote your book as well. A matter of fact, as soon as your book is available, the Exceptional Scribble Show does have a fan page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can just um, do a search under The Exceptional Scribble Show, and you can go on that page and post the book information. And if you have any trailers, post the link for the trailers so we can get that get the listening audience intrigued before the book even drops and is available in stores. Okay. Okay? Great. And Great. congratulations. I tell you, you're an inspiration to many. There's many that have yet to uh, do what you've done. So be encouraged and get book number two. Get that right. going. This will be, <laughs> be the fourth book coming out. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We'll get book number five <laughs> in gear while you're, you know, promoting book number four. Don't yeah. stop. Keep moving. Keep scribbling. Good job. And we'll come back to you. We just have a couple of callers, so we're trying to get all the callers in before we do the uh, open mic and have people spitting fine art poetry. Because we know you got some, right? Yeah, I got you. Okay, never come to this show without it. Otherwise, we're going to have you do freestyle. Do you do freestyle as well? Yeah, but but that one's a little dirty. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, Diane. I'm trying to be respectful. Oh, okay, you're trying to be respectful. Oh, well, good. Okay. We'll leave it right there. <laughs> well, thanks, Keith. We'll be back to you. Thanks again. Thank and you. And best of success, too, with that book number five. How about that? Book number four, I mean. Book number four. Okay. Um, Don't forget, those who have called in, if you would like to speak with our feature artist in the spotlight, Lady Nakia, or if you would like to speak to moi, the host of the show, Fran and Sage Poet, you've got to raise your hand first. And how you do that is, on your phone keypad, you need to press the star key or asterisk key, and then press the number 8. Once you have done that, we will see that your hand is raised, and we will be coming to you. Okay, we have Southwest 
Ohio, Southwest Ohio. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. Peace and blessings. This is Mr. Oh. Romeo D. All right. Welcome, Mr. Romeo Donati. We are happy to have you tonight. Lady Nakia, Romeo is on the call. Hello, Romeo. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't want to speak to Lady Nakia. Ooh. Oh, okay. So you would like to speak with Ma, the host? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. I, I wanted to holler um Golden Stilettos. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, Golden Stilettos, are you there? Hello. I'm here. <laughs> okay. Well, I am going to diminish out of the spotlight because, Golden Stilettos, this is your moment. So the mic is now in her hand. Um, Golden Stiletto. I would like to ha- have two questions answered, please. Sure. One, what would be a wonderful night out in your eyes? Mm. Ooh. <sighs> okay. I would have to say. Wearing, wearing your golden stilettos. With my golden stilettos on? Mm. <laughs> Francine, you're being bad back there. <laughs> All right. Um, I would have to say, mm, oh, gosh. For me, it would have to be indulging conversation. Um, also, a nice time, like a nice night out with that special someone. And just to, like, enjoy each other's company on top of the conversation and, you know, while conversating and conversing on topics and things of that nature, watching his lips as he talks. Mm. Okay. Anyway, Mm. um, (laughs) I'm over here and, like, visioning all the lists. This, this, oh, my goodness. I'm here. Yes, it's nice when a man has some nice lips on him and he's talking and conversing and the conversation, you're into it because he's a good conversationalist and oh, you're vibing off of each other. And you have, and I would love to have like a, go to like a nice place where they play some nice music where you could do, you know, have a nice little dance, um, have some dinner. Once again, more conversation, and then maybe a little walk, you know, when you leave the place, not to just hurry up and get in the car and go home or things like that. You mm-hmm. take, like, a nice little stroll and conversate some more and, you know, have the your arms around each other and, you know, maybe, you know, tap each other on the butt a little bit, little kiss on the neck, you know, things like that, something like that. That that sounds so perfect right now. I need to make some calls. Hold on, guys. I'll be back. Okay. I'm just playing. (laughs) I'm like. (laughs) Tapping on the butt. I hear you. Well, well, well. I mean, this, wow. Helpful tips for anyone going out on one of those romantic dates. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is the first time go around for you and that significant other. Hey, I Mm -hmm. hope you're listening. And taking this to heart, because Lady Nakia is opening her heart tonight, and she's giving <laughs> you some 
Good tidbit. <laughs> it's all up to you. The ball is in your court now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe find, like, a nice little bench you could sit down at, like a park or something, and he takes your feet up, you know, your leg up on his lap, and he massages your feet for you, right? Oh, my gosh. Okay, mm. next question. <laughs> Well, thank question. you, Romeo. You, I mean, <laughs> hey, you got her talking that kind of dialogue for healthy relationships. Okay. <laughs> Woo-woo. But Romeo brings that out of me at times. His voice does it all. When it yes. Romeo. <laughs> you know what? When he The first time he called into the show, remember, I was um, inbox yes. messaging. I was like, is I that common? But <laughs> <laughs> like, he sounds like common. <laughs> I was rolling when you was like, is that common? I was no more good. Yes, that is, guys, this is one of the things that happen in the background, right, okay? Behind, behind, the, behind scenes. the scenes. <laughs> Romeo had no idea this was going on. Right? Yes. Francis like, is that common? Oh. <laughs> That's a compliment. Oh, you're welcome. Oh. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. Well, did you ask over your questions or? My you can take your time. You have, a, you have a very nice voice, so take your time. <laughs> We're not trying to rush you off the mic. <laughs> you know, I don't hear it, but thank you. Thank you anyway. <laughs> oh, my but gosh. My second question was coming back to host um, mm-hmm. and um back to show, what do you think was, I guess, two-part question? Um, what were some of the, um, if not downfalls, what would be some of the obstacles that you had to deal with before that this time around you felt would put you in a better understanding of how to succeed? Mm-hmm. Good question, Ooh, Romeo. That is a good question. Um, okay. Some of the obstacles that I did experience back then, I would have to say more of behind the scenes and in the background of everything, it was more of um, some negative situations um, that was happening. And one of the things that I did experience that I can share and would like to share um is that it seemed as though it was coming to being a competition among other mm-hmm. shows. And, um, you know, this is something that I've also discussed with my friend over there, Fran Fran, yeah. um, my buddy right there. And, you know, I was just like, it just seemed as though it was a lot of competition between shows, a lot of shows. And, you know, I'm like, I did not, create my show or decided to create my show and put my love and my energy into my shows to be competition. Um, I did it because of, you know, what I explained to Fran Fran earlier is because one, for the love of people that I do have and to provide voices for others and to provide a platform, you know, to provide exposure and also to, and it was something also that Paul mentioned you know, um, there's so much that's going on in this world. You know, I wanted to provide that platform where people could come out. You know, that's why I say, well, you know, lay back, you know, chill, relax, you know, um, put your feet up, you know, listen in, because we have, 
you know, a long week ahead of us at times, and sometimes mm-hmm. even longer because some people work even more than just five days a week. We work seven days a week, you know, depending on what you're doing and <clears throat> whether it's going after your goals, your dreams, your family, your you know, and mm-hmm. things that you're doing. So you're working constantly, and you need a place. If sometimes you you don't want to go out and things of that nature, you could be at home and enjoy some great conversation, some some laughter, you know, some um, topics, some um, awareness, you know, and you could do that right from your home. Or if you're taking a drive, you can listen, you know, of course, be safe. You have a mount in your car, you know, you can listen to the shows on that through your speakerphone. You can listen to while you're working out, when you're relaxing, anything. So, you know, it, it came to a part in a time where it was a lot of negativity so I was dealing with those type of obstacles back then, um, and I hope I did answer your um, part one to your part two question. Um, and I would have to say the second part of your question, uh, wow, coming back, it, it feels, oh, my goodness, it feels great. Um, it did take me a while to come back because I was going through a rough period in my life, and um, and then, you know, I, I was planning on coming back anyway, but also to know that the platform itself was missed. You know, I would receive messages or calls, and one of them I would have to say, you know, um, is Ken, among other people, and as well as Francine. You know, they was like, you know, when are you coming back? You know, things like that, and you know, I'm like, I'm coming, you know, I'll be back soon, and I just did not know when. And I had to know and feel that it was the right time to do this and come back a second time around and not to allow, you know, the negative part of it because I know the reason, just like God knows our hearts, I know the reason on why I created my show. And I'm not going to allow anyone, you know, to to stop that or stop my dream or my goals on what I'm trying to do or what I am doing, you know, with my show. So mm-hmm. I hope that answered your question, Romeo. Definitely did. Thank you for your honesty. You're welcome. Okay. And I, I, want my date, I want my date when I come to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> That was real slick, wasn't it, Roman? Beyonce <laughs> just slid that one right in there like that. Oh, no problem, mm-hmm. no problem. <laughs> I, I want my day when I be in Philly and Baltimore and D.C. next month. Yes. Mm. Okay, sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, bread pudding on deck. Ah, uh, well, in the in the stilettos, I got you. <laughs> Oh my! Oh, I tell you, okay. Wait a minute. This is a friendly family show, ain't it? <laughs> this is turning into a what is that show called? Love Connection, <laughs> a matchmaking uh, <laughs> platform here on the on the panel tonight. Oh, I didn't God. know. I hey, ladies and gentlemen, don't blame me. I did not know. Sometimes <laughs> things happen unplanned. I did not know. <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow. Well, Romeo, we're coming back to you to hear some poetry. We will be back. I was just coming to to just support. Oh, you're just coming to support tonight? 
Because, you know, we're going to yeah. go into a, um, a round of uh, open mics and just letting people spit poetry next. So if you want to engage, of course, just press star 8 and we'll open your mic. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. We're going to go to, it looks like, uh, Word Warrior. Ah, Word Warrior in the building. We got some other callers hands raised. I, I want them to know I see them. DSR, I see you. You're next. Um, North Carolina, and then Cotton Carpenter. And anyone else that would like to speak with the feature artist, Lady Nakia, who's in the spotlight this evening, don't forget on your phone keypad, you need to press the star key and then number eight. Thank you. Welcome, Word Warrior. Greetings, Queens. How y'all feeling this evening? Oh, greetings. Wonderful. We are feeling wonderful. We're glad to have you. Yes, it's a pleasure to be here. Congrats on your feature, Queen. Thank you. Hi, Word Warrior. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Blessed and highly favored. Um, I got three <laughs> questions. Three questions. Oh. I'm, 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 that's all I got. Not a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the first question is, what is the uh, reason behind your shoe fetish? Mm. Whew. Mm, that's a good question. Um, I would have to say, oh, my goodness, my love for shoes. Whew, it's like, mm, it's like something that you love. Like, uh, hold on, just getting into my zone because you mentioned shoes, word warrior. <laughs> and, it, you know, it makes me feel a certain type of way. All right. Uh, I would, oh, my goodness, word warrior. Um, shoes. It's like, whew, it's like a wonderful and great, Orgasm. I'm sorry. Okay. Wow. Um, when you see wow. a certain pair of shoes and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to have them. You know, it's 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 the way that they are structured, the way that they are put together, and then you know you just fall in love with them. And mm. and I just love the way that. You know, women, there are some women out here that could wear the heck out of some damn shoes, some heels, some stilettos, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're just walking in sneakers, and mm-hmm. it's no problem to them. And I love the way that it can um, add something to an outfit where it's just like, damn, you know, and then it adds something to them calves, like, damn. And then, you know, to your toes, you know, you have, you know, nice cute little toes, you keep them up and all that, and you have the little open toe, you know, it just adds that, like, sex appeal to them and the sexiness, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, yeah. Now, <laughs> oh, my answer joke, it is just, I just love shoes. Like, when you said shoes, you see, I just <sighs> go into my world. I hope wow. I answered the question. <laughs> yes, you did. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I did see something you're hosting, like a live venue now. Well, um, yes, this Saturday in New York City, uh, me and my friend and um, partner, Jennifer Hart, we are doing our very first event, 
And okay. this is um, titled Words Unleashed um, While Being Inked because we're going to have a visual artist on deck. Um, and the visual artist is going to be painting to poetry as well as to music. And, um, wow, we're going to be having our feature poet, um, James C. Ellaby. Our visual artist is um, Terrell Francine, Terrell Johnson. Oh, okay. Um, Wonderful. And then we're going to have a feature um, artist that's really well-known. Um, he, he's a lyricist. Um, he's coming out as well. And then we're going to have our wonderful RSVP performers, and one of them is Paul um, Samson and also Cotton Carpenter um, and Crystal. It's a few others that's going to be there as well. And this event came about, well, it's something that I have been wanting to do for some time, and it just was not the right time at that time. And Jennifer was one day on the show, and she, you know, came to me, and she was like, Nakia, I want us to do something together. And I'm like, sure, what's up? You know, what is it? So she brought about the idea, and actually the idea is, like, going beyond what we expected, you know, Um it was pretty much because we have built so many relationships um, through live streaming, and that's through the talk shows, that's through Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, things of that nature, but mostly on Facebook, and a lot of friendships came about from that. And it came to a point where, okay, when are we going to meet up? When are we going to do this face-to-face? You know, when are we going to do something where we could all come together, meet up, um, you know, get on some things as far as artistry. You know, it's a lot of great artists out there, a lot of great um, writers, poets, I mean, just so many. And we was like, when are we going to do that? So when she brought the idea to me, we just took it from there. And, I mean, it has turned into, oh, my goodness, you know. And one of the reasons is, you know, to bring, like, exposure to our online talk radio shows because she was saying that it's like a secret society because there are still a lot of people out there that do not know about online um, talk exactly. radio shows. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's like a lot of people she spoke to was like, because she said, oh, yeah, I was on the show and I was sharing some poetry. And they're like, oh, where? You know, where did you go? She's like, no, I called in. They're like, they have ready, online radio shows? She's like, yes. And, you know, and there are some people I did come across where they was like, oh, where do I go? No, you just call in. So, mm-hmm. you know, it came from mm-hmm. that as well. Yes. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, people need to know about you guys. You know, wow. y'all have great platforms and, you know, things like that that it needs to be known. So mm-hmm. all of that came from basically over the years of building friendships and um, the exposure of online radio shows and, you know, to bring exposure for all. So, you know, we touch on topics that come alive. You know, we wanted to bring artists where art forms could be brought together. Um, also, this event brings networking and connecting with other like minds. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Also, to bring empowerment to each other. You know, we wanted to provide a place, you know, for love and support, also for non-judgment, um, you know, to build, you know, a stronger foundation. So we're very excited, you know, Today I was talking yeah. to Jennifer today, and I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. 
Like yesterday, I was so overwhelmed. It was really not. Uh, it was a good day, but it was not a good day. And I had such a, you know, I was just like, oh my goodness, like, and I had to be. I was provided a reality check and provided a reality conversation, and it was like, okay, I had to relax and get my mind right. And, you know, that's why I was telling Paul, we're nervous too, just like him, but we know it's going to be a great and wonderful experience. And we want to be able to, from this event, to do more events, and we want to do events in other states as well. You know, but right now we're going to start it here in New York because I'm in New York now, and um, just see where it could take us. You know, we're going to be doing – we're working on having live streaming. If people cannot attend in person, they'll be able to log in online and be able to see the event live. Um, We're also going to be providing interviews for each of the artists. Uh, is also going to be recorded. So if anyone wanted to, you know, purchase a CD later on, they could purchase, not a CD, purchase a DVD, they can. We're going to have great vendors. We're going to have a food vendor. We're going to have pure romance there. We're going to have um, a financial representative there, um, another vendor that um, provides, like, African and motherland um, apparel, as well as um, handmade leather wallets. We're going to have a woman that does her own handmade jewelry. Oh, my gosh. It's like eight vendors we're going to have on deck. Um, it's it's going to be amazing, and it's going to be great. Um, so it's going to be Saturday, New York City, and Times Square, all the lights, mm. and all that good stuff. We're going to have it at Funkadelic Studios, um, right there, and also it's happening on a night where they do open jam sessions, and their open jam session is where other musicians and artists come in and do just work with each other and build with each other and record, and, I mean, it's going to be so many great people there, you know, and then the word of mouth and the sharing of the event has been amazing, and it is, I'm, I'm like, wow, I, uh I feel I feel like I'm in a dream. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. I feel like wow, it sounds amazing. Will this be weekly, biweekly, monthly? What? Um, oh man. Um, at first we was talking about every other month, but then we was like, we're going to see because Jen <laughs> Jennifer was like, I would love to do it every week, um, but we're not sure yet. So we're going to see. It may be every other month. It may be every three months, every four months, or something like that. But we. We'll probably do it every other or every three months or something. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to call you. That sounds amazing. So let me give you my last question. Sure. Um, five years from today, what would you want to have achieved in your poetic career? Mm. Wow. Whew. Okay, that's another great question. I would have to say in five years, I would love to have published at least three to four poetry books. Um, Also, among that, CDs as well as DVDs. Um, Wow. And also achieve from what we're doing 
with our shows and the events. And also um, Francine will be doing an event sometime in the summer um, mm-hmm. where the poetic community as well as other artists have a stronger foundation and um, where we could come together more and, you know, to to have that family foundation. So I would have to say that, yeah, and and much cool. more to be and I, worldwide. Yes. I just want to say, too, that I am in full support of what Lady Nakia is doing. I'm definitely going to be uh, coming as often as I can just to be a part of this. I think that not enough artists network, not enough artists collab, and not enough artists show up and support each other. And I think going into 2016, we need to bring that Umoja um, ethic principle to life within the literary artist community. And I want to thank Lady Nakia for doing this venue to to achieve just that. I agree. And I, I want to say this in closing. Um, I'm coming upon my one-year anniversary of my venue um, in about three weeks. Once you start it, and everything that you put out into the universe comes right back to you. So once you start it, it's going to just be amazing. Um, I think I had about four out-of-state features, and now my inbox stays full. Can you feature me? People I've never even heard of. So once you open the door and put forth the effort, God will continue to bless you, and it's going to be amazing. Oh, thank you, Word Warrior. I love you. Yes, love you too. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, Word Warrior, we're definitely going to come back to you because we want to hear some Word Warrior poetry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Yes. Oh my goodness. We couldn't let the night go by without us hearing from this brother right here because he's truly yes. a powerhouse. And his, yes. his poet name, he lives up to it. Well, you know, Ken Ken gives him wor- world warrior. Ken oh. say word warrior. Okay. He gives word warrior world. I can see that. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So, I love it. Yeah, and so World Warrior, you know, will be with us Sunday, and I cannot wait um, mm, for you to be awesome. there with us Sunday, word, well, World, world <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Y'all done changed my name. Lord. <laughs> right? Hey, <laughs> that's Ken. Ken did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, wait a minute. Didn't it happen with Destiny Child from Destiny Child to Destiny Fulfilled or something like that? Mm-hmm. So, hey, yeah. It's all yeah. about yeah. purpose. So world He's got warrior. a world vision, right? Mm-hmm. So, why yes, not world, yes. world warrior? Yeah. And that's <laughs> cool. I'll receive it. That's he... cool. I'll receive it. How about and that? And Ken said he see that. He was like, I see him beyond what he's doing. I see him as worldwide. He was like, mm. so I, I, I can't sit with word warrior. It's world warrior. World. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get it. That's right. That's, and he received it, too, so we know it's it's a done deal. It's done. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. Well, Thank we definitely you. gonna we're going to come back to Word Warrior, and now it looks like we have Mr. DSR, and we got some other callers, so we want to make sure everybody gets a chance to speak with Lady Nakia. Welcome, Mr. DSR. 
Hey, I appreciate the welcome, Francine. Brandon Sage, poet in the building, shouting out to Exceptional Scribble. Thank you. A big shout out to you and your whole DSR family. Of course, you know, World Warrior is one of your DSR family members. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yes, I just heard uh, word World Warrior. You know, he got all the make <laughs> yeah. over there. I thought he was just poetry crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, he keep busting loose. You can't put him in no box. You know how it no, is. Cannot. He's a real artist. He's one of those artists. He's constantly evolving. You know, we got to yeah. keep up with him. <laughs> we got golden stilettos in the house. I mean, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm praying to save poet, but I'm, I feel like playing Jane tonight. <laughs> energy, energy, oh Baba. my god! Right? <laughs> Plus, I'm gonna start calling him uh, Triple W for right now. I usually call him WW. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Triple, Triple w, w in the house. Mm, love it. World word warrior. I tell you. I know. Awesome. That, that is a tongue twister. <laughs> world word warrior. You have to take your time with mm-hmm. it. <laughs> it's a good tongue, you know, speech exercise for it. <laughs> yes, it is. That's right. Some tongue exercise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I want to say uh, to Miss Nakia over here, you know, uh, the troublemaker, uh, <laughs> congrats on your feature. You know, Thank you. You already know what you did last week on my show. I'll <laughs> mm. just say that, you know. Kane is always saying I'm a troublemaker. Not a trouble. Okay, well, sometimes. <laughs> Sure is. I mean, Word Warrior came over here with all them questions. I'm trying to think of a question. You well, know. I know I want, I don't want to cut you off, King Spade, but I want to let everyone know as well that we, well, I will be having Kane to myself on World of Porosia on Blog Talk Radio on January 26th. Mm. Yeah. Can't wait for awesome. that. Awesome. <laughs> Well, I'll be there. <laughs> I, I definitely would miss it. I him up to come over there to do the interview with me. But he's my what? I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just have Kane to myself. Oh, <laughs> And you know what? Now, that's going to be quite a show because Kane is always interviewing. But mm-hmm. he hardly ever just sits and allows for someone to interview him. Him, because mm-hmm. you know he's who he is. So mm-hmm. this is going to be something new for me to experience. I'm looking forward to this. As a matter of fact, I think I better put my bid in to have him in the spotlight on this show in 2016. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to give him some time. To, I'll, I'll wait till sometime in February. I'll let you do him first and see how that go. Because I just can't. See that? I mean, I'm so used to him interviewing everybody. This is going to be quite a show. I'm looking forward to seeing it and, and supporting it. Mm. All right, then. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I'm about to, I'm going to the callers now, though. I mean, y'all see what y'all, they just did, right? They passing me around, though. <laughs> right? Cause this is like, what? Oh, and you know what? My mind is like somewhere else, so when... <laughs> No, I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> I'm 
Oh, trouble. see, I'm look. You don't oh. need my help. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do this all on your own. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm going to keep that to myself. It was something their friends and you said, and my mind went so <laughs> See, we got to be so careful as talk show hosts. That's another thing we need to talk about. <laughs> we don't want things to be misconstrued, but, you know, That's people here. Right. Hey. You know, especially when sometimes my mind be somewhere else, like, okay, Nikia. <laughs> okay, Golden Stilettos. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was golden stilettos. That's what that was. Yeah, speaking of that uh, that name right there, I mean, I heard the uh, little background. I heard you had like uh, some kind of shoe fetish or something. Ah, uh, yes, I love and, my uh, shoes. I mean, cut you off, but uh, now you sure that's all that is though? Golden stilettos sound like you're some kind of hidden backstory to it. Oh. <laughs> Oh my! I tell you, he reads real. He reads really deep into things, doesn't he, <laughs> Mister DS? <laughs> well, you know, um, I'm gonna have to put you out there, friend, friend. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. You know, no, no, no. But... It's all right. I'm among friends, 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 so I'm I'm safe. Yes. I'm, it's okay. That's right. You're among friends and family. So, <clears throat> Francine gave me that name. So maybe we should ask the question. <laughs> you got out of that <laughs> real quick, love, didn't you? Redirect the question to Miss Exceptional Scribble herself. So Francine, okay, what is the reason for golden stilettos? <laughs> Well, let me see. Um, well, first of all, I'm very well acquainted with Lady Nakia, and I happen to be well aware of her shoe fetish. And we were talking one day, and I thought about it, and I said, wow, hmm. Now, Lady Nakia, she's launching a, a, a new show, and it's a fresh perspective for her. Nakia's open book, too, at that time. That was before World of Poesia. Mm-hmm. And I said, hmm, um, let me see. I think she should have a pet name or poet name, you know, something <laughs> that people can call her, and it would also reflect one of her uh, fetishes or, you know, something that she likes a lot. And I was looking at shoes, and I said, hmm, she loves shoes, and she's taking pictures showing her shoes, her feet off and her shoes and everything. She don't have no shame in doing that. So I said, hmm, golden stilettos. It just came to me, and I didn't know of any poets bearing that name. I said, Lady Nakia, what do you think about this? So she thought it over, and she said, hmm, I think that I like that. I like that, friend, friend. <laughs> so I said, well, hey, it's all yours. You can have it, wear it well, because it just came to me when I thought about you and how much you like shoes. And then I mm-hmm. found a picture, and I was like, oh, this is too good. So I inbox messaged her and showed her the pictures of these golden stilettos. I mean, they <laughs> glittered. They were yes. shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have been uh, 12-inch, 10-inch. 
So I said, I think this will be perfect, too, as a picture to attach with the name. So Mm. there you have it. That's the story behind Golden Stilettos. And if there's any other story, Nakia will have to share it. (laughs) Hold up, hold up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to make me stop this whole show right here. Uh, I mean... First of all, that sounds like a nice uh, girl talk type of thing that just happened just now. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, because you got Fran to do it. Fran knows how to sugarcoat and make it professional. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go. That's what he Fran knows. not taking, taking my version of the story. It's being the true version. <laughs> yeah, that's Kid didn't want to elaborate. I'm just saying, uh, it seems like to me, I might have went to a show late at night and she saw the kid doing her thing. <laughs> it might have yeah. That's right. He did it. Oh, wow. You know what? Like Leave it to Mr. DSR. Blowing every cover off. I'm telling oh you. Um, however, I oh. cannot confirm that. I would, I, again, uh, Lady Nakia knows. <laughs> she knows. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to oh leave it alone. Because I don't I think I'm making it better. I'm going to leave it alone. I, <laughs> I, I tried. I tried. I, tried. Um, I wanted to say congratulations to Kane. I see that you did an open mic recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was my first performance uh, <clears throat> open mic. That was actually earlier this year. You know, uh, WWE's already familiar with it. You know, gave me congratulations. He said, once you hit that first one, you know, it's no uh, no holding back for the second. You get that urge to keep on going. Mm. I mean, wow. I, must, I never really, uh, I never really thought about performing. I mean, I try to be up front with people. I'm not going to lead you astray. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm going to keep performing millions of times. I mean, that's not my thing. I mean, if I feel like I have that need to perform, I'm going to do it. But if I don't, then, hey, you might not see me for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Well, congratulations. You know, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for your question, Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for your question, Kane. <laughs> Notice the tone. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, I he mean, you know, me got the mischief out there like that. <laughs> I know, Francine. I think you did a wonderful job of explaining, you and it was not fine. it was not hiding anything other than what was told. Thank you. <laughs> You see, this is not Nakia's show over here, so she's not going to put it all on. <laughs> oh, I ain't even getting into it. But okay, I, okay. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll respect that. We'll respect that. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, we definitely going to come back to you, though. We want to hear some poetry. We got yeah. two callers, and uh, we're going we're gonna to move things along. Thanks again, Mr. DSR. Hey, Thank you. <laughs> we have a caller. It looks like North Carolina. Welcome, North Carolina. Well, good evening to the beautiful Nikia and Miss Francine. Oh, yes. Mario Cuzzo Boo. <laughs> Hello, ladies. 
It's been like a month of Sunday. Where you been? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, um, good news. I got drafted to do season three of Empire far as the uh, soundtrack is concerned. Oh, okay. We knew he was busy doing something. I was like, oh no, this is just well, not. I already know what's going on on season three, so don't ask me. Okay, <laughs> wow. Three, I hear that. <laughs> We're not surprised, though, because, I mean, you already been out there. You've already been doing music. Um, I believe Carlos Santana, you did something with him. Yes, Laurel Osley as well. But to do something with Timberland and Neo is, like, beyond the magic. Mm. Yeah, you're yeah. on that pinnacle. Yes, yes, but, uh, you know, God has blessed me. I just finished doing the calendar shoot this past Saturday for Curve City. Oh, and okay. And that was showcasing mm. women of Curve. Mm. Wow. Yes, black women that love to fault their Curve, and you know what? If you got it, I feel like this. If God bless you with it, phone it, damn it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's I hear you. Wow. So, I tell you, we got to get them to come to New York to uh, one of your artist events. Yeah. Uh, Lady Nikita. Well, well, I wasn't supposed to say anything, but you possibly will be looking at somebody that may be working with Tyrese very soon, but don't call oh. me. So, but I've been busy. We are. I mean, on bless upon blessings in the world. Wait a minute. Are you talking about Tyrese, the one that he, yes. he put out yes. that hit song, Shame? A shame? Shame? Yes. I haven't called. I haven't called this lady in a while yet. Because oh, okay. That's a mess in my area. Wow. Well, you know, we're so proud of you. We don't know what to say. You always keep us inspired. You're always working on something major. We just really look up to you. We admire you as an artist. Well, my thing is, I just don't forget where I come from. All right. I started right there with the internet radio show. Mm hmm. This DSL. You know, there was a shot came by my boy Scott Higgins and his boy Tommy. Tommy Murder. So, you know, I started out there from New York, mm-hmm. Texas, where me and my partner at the time, we shut down the motherboard up there, and they put that show on hold for about a week. Two weeks. Mm, shut week. down the motherboard. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, too many callers. Too I many mean, callers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so my thing is, you know, I don't forget where I come from. That's probably why I stay so blessed. And mm-hmm. I'm humble with mine. So, you know. That's right. I mean, I had ties with people that I've had in their broad talk series, but you know what? I wish you much love and success, but with closed minds, they will never grow no bigger than what they are. I'm just leaving it there. I hear that. Well, we thank you for showing up and showing love and support. We starting to, wait a minute. We starting to get some back feed. Do you have your phone, mm-hmm. mic, or speaker or something? Okay. No, 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 sweetie. Uh, basically, what's probably going on with my phone is that you're probably picking up like five operating systems from my computer because I'm actually oh, okay. right now, now it's gone. Actually, <laughs> right now I'm mixing out on Terrence Howard's song. 
for season three. So, That's right. Okay. <laughs> so I was, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to get away from the computer. Yeah, no I problem. I know you have been inviting me to Chelsea, but right now I'm actually in California. Okay. <laughs> so if I was closer, it would have been a spot. I would have snuck up on stage and squared her way. She probably would have hit me with a present for the well, you know, we're going to continue to keep you posted because these events may happen bi-monthly or monthly. So we'll keep well, you posted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Francine, I owe you a spotlight. So whenever you're ready to um, mm-hmm. interview me, let me know. And I, I, will put, will. I don't care how important I got something going on this end. I will put it, put it to the side to do your special feature highlight. And I will bring Aww. some new material with me. Thank you. You know I'd be honored. I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Oh, and the same thing goes for you, Miss McGee. I haven't forgotten about you. you either. I know. Uh, where is Marquise She's she's just piling up the ramps tonight. Yeah, she's she's gonna be. Um, I'm pulling her in soon. We just getting all our callers in so they get a chance to speak with Lady Nakia before we transition to Queens of Porras. Well, I, I did have a question for um, the highlighted guest and the host. So I okay. have one question for her and one question for you. Okay. Miss Nikki, I will begin with you. Where okay. is your career going to land you in August 2016? Mm. Where my career is going to land me in August of 2016, I would mm-hmm. have to say that my shows will be syndicated, and I will have to say that the events that we are doing now will all of a sudden be, like, worldwide okay, and well-known, and also I will have a, at least one or two poetry books published. Well, I'm going to tell you what else is going to lay you. It's going to lay you in my studio in Durham, North Carolina, with you having a free photo shoot for your book. Oh, wow. So that's me, basically, telling you congratulations and Merry Christmas. And trust me, sweetie, one of my shoes go for $4,500 a pop. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, you can put on all your heels. <laughs> <laughs> Golden stilettos. <laughs> Oh, me and my hills will love it. <laughs> so I would give oh my God. in January for a date and a time, whether it's going to be convenient for you, because everybody works a nine to five. So mm. I would get up with you and schedule something in January so you will have much to plan, your wardrobe, everything. I, I want to give you time for that because I actually have a lingerie shoot to do for Frederick's of Hollywood and Victoria's Secret around February and March. And I'm going to tell you guys, nine out of ten, you're going to run to Frederick's to get the new line that's coming out this year. Mm, so. Wow. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. Too. I feel so honored. That, that sounds oh, like, cool. did he say February and March? It sounds like it's coming out in time for Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> Thank and, you. you. Know, you're welcome, man. Keep an eye out on the new Jill Scott line, too, because that is butter. I'm going to take hmm. it. 
Mm. And it's comparable for what women tell me, so I, I can't speak no more on it. <laughs> but, wow. Uh, ah, thank you. And wow, you said the you New Deal Scott line? Mm-hmm. The New Deal Scott line. Okay. Tell wow. us, Francine, are you ready for your question? Yes, I am. Where will your career land you in September 2016? Okay. Um, I know for sure that I would like to have an exceptional scribble show magazine. Mm. And I would also like to have an exceptional scribble show brick building where we can do our shows live from that location. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, since I'm going to be the little high yellow Santa Claus this year, <laughs> would that with me? And I will find, help you find set building where you can actually provide that platform for yourself. And I will teach oh. you ways to get around cut quarters, but the same breath, do it legitimately and legally yeah. and professionally as possible. Whether you mm. remain on the Internet, where your viewers can view you personally through VIA satellite as the show is streaming. No pre-recorded shows. Everything will be live on the bed. Oh, my. This is my wow. dream. <laughs> I don't know how to act right now. Hold on. That's not the cherry on the top. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. And within your first show, I will do a live segment bed with me and my cousin Renee Flowers. Oh, live. oh my goodness. <laughs> See, now, okay. Okay, okay, this is perfect. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> Wait, I'm you not done. Now, you gonna have me on the magazine. floor screaming? Wow. Now, the magazine, you come up with come up with uh, concepts for your magazine, and every first issue for the pre- people that you choose for the first issue, mm-hmm. I will tell you to bring them down along with Miss Nakia, and I will give everybody a free magazine spread. Right there, put your magazine together, do the pictures and everything. Backdrop. Oh, wow. Wow. So That's, that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm in support of wow. you, of course, you know, Mario. Um, please, anything that you have forthcoming or current to date that is noteworthy, newsworthy, feel free to post it on the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page on Facebook. We want to know about it, and we want to help you promote it. Thank you so oh. much. Oh, yes, thank you. You guys, you guys have been my second home since I was introduced to your show, Freshly. I fell in love with it. One of the things oh. I love about this show <laughs> is the fact that you come a current-related events. You're not stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I, don't get me wrong, it's nice to visit the past, but it's also nice to be kept up on current events. That's right. All over the world. I'm with you on that. You know, you know and bars, this the kid, the same go for you, sweetie. You touch on aspects that well, a lot of people may seem to be too controversial, but keep keep going in that lane because nothing in this world is. How can I put it? Nothing in this world is okay by holding the tongue, because mm. I wouldn't be successful as I am now with holding my tongue. That's right. So, you know, Lord bless me. I had a second opinion about my health, mm-hmm. which I had a longevity really added on to my life. I have currently mm-hmm. quit smoking, which I say thank you, God, for Congratulations. 
Thank you. And I also uh, being more profound in my kids' lives and everything else, got myself mm-hmm. together. And with the grace of God, he helped me rebuild my foundation, which is stronger mm-hmm. than what I originally planted seed on this earth. So, <laughs> and another Thanks thing, so just here and pressing, congratulations on your value. And I'm going to tell you something. Thank you. After that, Terry, there's the hunger after that. Once the hunger hits you, you're going to have show fever. And I can get on with my girl, and Erica Scott. If you look her up on Facebook, she has her own hookah house, and she is the head off of FM Records up here in Charlotte. Mm. And you guys could really do some work with her. She's a very oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's a little hard to hear you, Mario. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm not in my whole state, so do that. Well, we thank you. You've given us so much um, inspiration and added hope, and that's what we need, and I'm sure everyone else tuned in needs during this time. You know, with so much going on in our world, we need something Mm -hmm. positive and something inspiring to look forward to in 2016 other than war and terrorist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, threats and things like that. So thanks for adding some inspiration and hope oh. with love to oh, our lives. Me. Thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you guys with this tidbit. Mm-hmm. You kind of can't gain anything without giving up something in return. These are the laws of equivalent exchange. Once we attain those laws, we must, we must have something to exchange to get the equivalent of what you have to exchange. It goes with knowledge, goes with preservation of life, is synergy. That's what you guys need to remember. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. That yes. was powerful. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was I follow you too. I follow that. That's indeed. Yeah. Nice term terminology, you know, so my whole thing is you guys are going to be successful. See, you already started big things. The last time I called into your show, Francis, I told you what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you stuck to your guns, look at where you are now. You the whole, you guys are hosting your own events now. I couldn't be more proud of you guys. Mm. Yes. You know, even up to Ken and uh, I forget, what is it, Deliverance? Uh, what was his name? The last. Oh, yeah. Uh, divine, oh, divine Inspiration. inspiration. Yeah, Divine Inspiration. Though these people, those gentlemen right there, have seen their work and their peak and they're running with it. They're not mm-hmm. going to be scared and timid and hide behind others to to achieve that. They put themselves in the forefront. Let's go like this. When we were little, didn't we fall on our knees and our arms, get scarred? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we always pick ourselves up to teach or to learn how to walk, learn how yep. to fall, you know. My thing is, you never know anything until you get out there and try to walk or crawl. Mm. Wow. Powerful. That's it. That was your push tonight, listening audience. Anybody that's been holding back, drawing back, and not launching out into the deep, well, you just heard it from Brother Mario Kuzobun. This is your moment to seize your opportunities in life. You got to step out there and put your one foot in front of the other and don't be afraid. 
You can make it. You exactly. can make it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Keep your head up. Keep positive vibes going through. It's always going to be negativity. All the way you beat negativity is have a positive insight and outside. Mm. I had to learn that. It took me a while. <laughs> wow. Paul, uh, which is divine inspiration, just texted me, and he said he wanted me to tell you, Mario, thank you so much from him. Uh, oh, man. Tell him, don't thank me. Thank you for being able to come out of your shell and mm. go upon the world and share your feelings, your thoughts, your heart, your passion. Because if you can't share your heart and your passion through through your words of poetry or your artistry, then you're a shell of a person, especially when God blessed you with that gift or Allah blessed you with that gift. So they wanted to see you use that gift. Otherwise, they wouldn't give that thing. So, brother, no, brother, thank you for mm-hmm. inciting the minds of people that didn't know of you. Because 9 out of 10 out of people that know this man, he made a change in their life, mm-hmm. whether he knows it or not. So okay. him, I, he gets my standing ovation and a bow. So, you know, the same as Kent for having a power of speech, of speaking what's on his mind. He just mm-hmm. said something probably maybe 50 other people had on their mind listening in to the show. Who, <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah, and wow. Mr. Stelletto, that sat there and gave everybody that hot little in the window to mess their heads up for the night. So I had a witness in my too. <laughs> I tell you, well, this calls for a music break. We're going to come back. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to have Queens of Pora. And we're going to listen to a song. This song, I'm going to dedicate this song to Lady Nakia. It's entitled Ten Foot Stilettos by Christette Michelle. Oh, wow.
All right, that was Ten Foot Stilettos by Chrisette mm. Michelle. I had to dedicate Love that it. to you, Lady Nakia. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that sound. I was like, that is Nakia. That is going to be her new anthem. Going into 2016. Yeah. She's going to be doing a whole lot of traveling. So she's going to be walking in them 10 foot stilettos. (laughs) (laughs) With her high ambitions and everything, you know. (laughs) Love it. I love it. That's to you, lady. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You are so welcome. We have a caller. Um, first, we got to pull in our co-host, Queen Zipporah. Welcome, Queen Zipporah. Welcome, everyone. How are y'all? Hi, we're doing fine, and how are you? I'm also fine. Outstanding. Thank you, and I heard what Mario was saying earlier. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, he thought you were trying to hide out, and I had to explain to him, no, you're here we were just trying to get our callers and the caller queue all to get a chance to speak with Lady Nakia before we transition to the show. But what we're going to do is is just ask you, of course, to start. Um, we're going to let N- Lady Nakia do her final um, announcement of a special event, which she has, which is forthcoming on this upcoming weekend, and it's going to take place in New York. So, um, Lady Nakia, we definitely want you now to take the opportunity, of course, and promote all your shows that you host on Internet Radio and also to just enlighten and inform our listeners of your event and anything. And if you have a poem, before we transition and start taking other callers to share their poetry, we definitely would like to hear you share yours. Okay. Thank you so much, Francine. Good evening, Sephora. How are you? All right, Nakia. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Um, Okay, let's see. All right. Okay, so check us out on Sundays um, once again. And, you know, a lot of people I know is aware of Nakia's open book to um, talk radio show. However, it has been changed, and I know it's going to take a while, even for me and my co-host, but it is Nakia plus my other half, which is Ken. So it's Nakia plus Ken, open book to talk radio show. Um, So we're there Sundays right here on TalkShoe, and our show ID is 131416. And we're on from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And then you could catch my show um, on Block Talk Radio under the Soul One Radio Entertainment, um, which is ran by Greg Hillity, Delphonis Review, and that show is World of Parcia. And that's from 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesdays. And I also wanted to put out there, guys, I see a lot of people were a little scared or um, wasn't too sure about the show at hand that I presented my very first episode, uh, which will be every first Tuesday of every month, is titled uh, My VJJ Talk. Now, Hmm. I'm not sure if you guys, which you should be, um, pretty familiar with Vagina Monologues. And there was a lot of... um, many positive reasons why why the playwright Eve Lent Ensler um, created Vagina Monologues. And it was 
there also to provide a voice for women um, as well as to be comfortable within their own skin and be comfortable with their own sexuality. Um, even though we're living in the year 2015, it is still pretty much a little taboo for women to be as sexual as men. And to my understanding, a lot of um, more women are more sexual than men, um, but we just have a different way of showing it or displaying it. And, you know, the and you want to provide a voice because if your vagina can talk, what would it say? And she did it in a very creative, very entertaining way, um, mm. very informative and edu- in edutainment, I would say, um, where they had touched on where you had bad relationships, good relationships, love. Um, they also did it in a comic way as far as talking about, you know, your personal um, things that us women use um, as far as, like, TM pets, things of that nature. Um, mm. And I wanted to do it in a little twist, you know, to go with my JJ talk. So, and we did our very first episode, and Cotton came with a very nice piece. Um, what would your vagina say to your ex? And it was very good, um, very, in, you know, it was very tasteful. It was fun. It was entertaining. It was also informative. And then Kane also was there, and he said that he had to go back to the event page to see what this show was about. So I said, I guess I did do something right because I want to let you guys know that is one of the reasons why we do create um, event pages. It's there because it, it constantly updates you on what's going on with the show. It also updates you on what topic. It also updates you on, you know, any in-depth to the topic about what is going to be happening with the topic so that way you'll have a feel of what's going on with the show. I know a lot of the times we are very busy and we may just see, you know, the title of the show or who hosting the show. We just, you know, put, okay, I'm going, or I put, or you put interested but sometimes if you get a chance, you know, just check out to see what's going on and what's happening. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just check out the, the event pages. That's that's what it's there for, for you guys to keep you informed. So yeah. I hope to have – it was a decent um, turnout. And, you know, it just want to provide that empowerment, you know, for us women. You know, be comfortable in your skin. You know, be comfortable – with your sexuality, you know, and mm-hmm. I would have to say the men took the show. <laughs> it was liberating um, mm. and just broke it down on women's bodies. And it was just amazing. Um, also, Maxwell um, wrote a piece in 10 minutes because he had some things to say to his exes. I mean, it was quite informative. Um, mm. And it make you realize that men as well get hurt. They get okay. they are they get That's they right. are disappointed as well. You know, That's just right. like they have women. a heart too. Mm-hmm. They have a heart too. And so I just want to put it out there. So you know, come on out, check it out. Um, Mava JJ talks, and I also invite the men to come out. You know, listen while the JJ talks. Why the penis listen? And then if a JJ listens, why the penis talk? So, 
Because <laughs> every Tuesday, guys, <laughs> very first Tuesday every month, Mava JJ Talk, and then also on World of Porcia, I will be doing one interview out of the month on that show. And my very first interview will be um, DSR himself, um, Kane Spade, January 26th. So that is um, two of the new things that's going over there on World of Porcia. And the event that we're having this Saturday, if you're in the New York area or around the surrounding area, please come out to Words Unleashed while being inked. It's going to be a great, inspiring, empowerment type of event for all poets, um, artists, authors. You know, come on out, have a good time. We're going to have food. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have um, where the artists are being interviewed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still working on being live streamed. It's just so much, and it's an open jam session. It's going to provide so much as far as, like, networking and connecting with other like minds. And it's $10 uh-huh. at the door. RSVP performers pay 5 Um That includes free food while the supplies last. It includes a free drink, one free drink, and then we're going to have other food vendors um, that are selling plates and things like that. I mean, it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be wonderful. So I think that's all. And um, <laughs> I wanted to say when Francine said the, fir- the focus word is refresh, and I was thinking about everything that everyone um, brought up about refresh, you know, thank you for that, and as well as the meaning for it is to give new strength or energy to so reinvigorate. Mm. So give new strength or energy too. And um, also reach one, teach one, and support all, love all, or love each other. And refresh, reflect, and refocus. And I do have um, something that I wrote earlier about golden stilettos. And if I could share that. And then uh, we'll take it from there. So I'm yes. share this real yes, quick, Fran, Fran. Okay. Excuse me, guys. All right. It doesn't have a – well, I guess I could just call it golden stilettos. And it's cute and it's funky and it's strong. I was telling Fran about it earlier. Um, so here we go. I am golden Stiletto, where me and my still stand strong on this concrete foundation, foundation of strength, love, and passion, passion revealed by my words that I speak and write. We all have a fight within us. Stand strong on who and what you love. Adore yourself and bellow out love. Take care of self so we can take care of others. Don't bother with the negative and non-existent friends. I stand strong and sexy with my golden legs that stand strong within my golden still letto. I'm done. <laughs> mm, okay. All right. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's all about empowerment and fully embracing your femininity and not being afraid to do either or, either or. So I want to commend you, Lady Nakia, 
for proving that a real superwoman can do just about everything that a man can, but without compromising her femininity or self-worth in the process of doing it. So thank you for proving tonight that, yes, it's all about self-empowerment and not compromising your femininity as a super sexy woman and not compromising your self-worth. Thank you so very much. I'm sure a lot of people were inspired tonight. And I would say I would like to ask you, all in all, being that the second time around is proven to be better in in regards to you as a as an internet radio talk show host, what would you say to someone out there that just has not yet made that choice? Um I'm sorry, Fran. Can you can you repeat that again? Yes, being that you have made that choice to do mm-hmm. what you started out in doing the first time, a second time, and that is um, launching the Kia's Open Book 2. This is mm-hmm. the second time around. And yeah. being that this is proving to be a successful venture for you, what would you like to say to those out there Maybe they're not as self-confident as you are. What can you say to them to empower them to believe in themselves and to not be afraid to get out there and face that challenge? Knowing that, yes, they can fall. Mm -hmm. They can slip. They can come short. However... What can you say to help them get over that hump of being afraid to fail? Because I think that's what prevents a lot of talented, well-educated, well-equipped, well-versed men and women from doing it again. A lot of times people think, oh, no, you know, I, I tried it before and it didn't work, so I'm not going to try They They don't think about the aspect of sometimes – a loss helps you so that you can gain the mm-hmm. second time you pursue a venture. So can, what can you say to them to help ease that anxiety that they have about doing it a second time? Mm. Wow. Uh, thank you, Fran. Um hmm What I would have to say about that is I'm going to let you know that it is more easier said than done. Um, and, you know, to let you know to to not stop yourself from, from growth, you know, um, to go after your goals and your dreams. And I know how it is to have fear or having a, a fear of, you know, failing. Or, you know, a lot of the times we are our very own worst critics and we a lot of the times hold ourselves back and um you know there's something that I did find about fear as far mm. as um an acronym of it and if I could remember it correctly I think it was like fear means false evidence appears real 
And yeah. um okay. and yeah, and to tell you the truth, I I experienced that firsthand. Um and believe me, it does seem real. Um mm-hmm. it could definitely um stop your growth and it will hold you back from what you're trying to do and a lot of it I have heard from people, you know, they say, you know, even from my, my mom and my good friends and family, you know, they say, like, you know, it's the enemy. And sometimes you're wondering, wow, you know, this is it's, it's so real. Um, and it is the enemy that try to hold you back from doing good and being a powerful statement in life and, you know, being supportive and, you know, helping others as well. And the enemy will try to hold you back, and that fear will get so strong where it will hold you back, and you feel like what you're going through is so real, but it's really not. It's just it's false. And I just want to tell you that prayer does help a lot. Um, Prayer helps a heck of a lot. And, you know, some of the things I have been through, you know, and struggled with, Sometimes I think I do have faith. Believe me, I do. I believe in a higher power. I believe in God. I say my prayers. You know, I'm very spiritual. And sometimes certain experiences that you do go through, you, you know, you have faith. But then at some, sometimes you have questions as well because you don't really understand mm-hmm. why you're going through certain things or why this is happening. And, you know, my mom had to tell me the other day, like, um, you have to stop questioning this. You know, it. You know, everyone has a time in their life where it's your time to shine. And a lot of this that's happening, you know, it's, it's a reason behind it because it's your time. You know, um, God has a plan for all of us. And it may not happen when we want it to happen, but then when it starts happening, we're still questioning because we're like, okay, where did this all come from? You know, Mm. it's so many doors that's opening up and so many people, like I have encountered so many, oh my God, so many positive, so many spiritual, so many faithful people. And one of them is Francine. And it's just like, where did all these people come from? You know, and you're like, who? And it gets a little overwhelming and then when, when change come around, you know, positive change, that is, you're uncomfortable. Yeah. And they say you will get uncomfortable when change is coming. And believe me, I have been uncomfortable for a minute now because you're like, oh, my goodness. And you want to embrace it, but at the same time, and, you know, that was something that Paul mentioned, you know, um, things that he's going through because, this is something brand new for him as well. So, you know, it's that fear. So it's going to appear real. So you have to know that it's not real, that you have to know also that has worked for me is prayer, family, you know, and good friends that you could turn and talk to, um, as well as talk to your God. You know, he, he's your father. He's your friend. You could talk to him like we're doing, conversating now. Um, but I'm, you know, some days I'm still working. My, my faith is there, but I would have to admit sometimes it's, I don't think it's fully there sometimes. Um, 
But I know that's something that I'm continuously working on. And, you know, because I know he is there and I know he has my back and my family as well as my friends. And, um, you know, again, it's just from experience and some of the things that you may go through, you just wonder why you went through that or why you're going through it. And it's always an answer that will be revealed to you when you come at the end of your tunnel or whatever you're going through of darkness or whatever you may want to call it into light and you'll see the reason for it. But in the meantime, don't stop what you're doing. And also breathing really helps a great deal. Learn how to do proper breathing. That helps a lot. That helps a great deal just to have a stillness, a moment to yourself, breathe through your stomach, I'm thinking well, through your nose, then through, out through your mouth. Um, learn the proper breathing techniques. That helps a great deal as well. Also, writing it out or venting or, you know, just talking to the higher power or to your God, whomever you may call him. But that does help a lot, and to have support, that helps a lot. And just knowing, especially if it's positive, to keep doing what you need to do, keep going after what you believe in, because when you do, you will reap the awards from it, and you'll feel good and passionate about it, and, it, and you just you just know. So don't don't give up on your dreams and don't stop. If you need someone to talk to, reach out to someone that, you can trust, and that will be there for you, and that is genuine, that will hear you out and be there for you. So I know I was long-winded, but, um, you know, that... It was much needed. (laughs) Someone was blessed by every word spoken. Thanks so very much. You're welcome. Wow. I tell you, this has been an awesome show. We had so many callers. Um, Nashawn, we will definitely come to you. Uh, we have our co-host, and we're going to turn things over to her soon. But Nashawn, I believe, wants to speak with Lady Nakia before she leaves. Nashawn? Yes. Hi, Lady Nakia. Uh, how are you tonight? Congratulations on your feature tonight and all the success in, in the work that you are doing and, and, and you're continuing doing. Um, one of the questions that I always ask was already asked earlier um, by Word Warrior. Uh, the question I usually ask is, where do you see yourself uh, five years from now? But um, I'm going to ask you a different question. Okay. Uh, what artist um, would you like to see yourself collaborating with in the near future? Mm. Oh wow. Um, ooh, that's a good question. And how are you, Nishan? I think this is my first time speaking with you. Yeah, this is. Thank you. Thank you for um calling in. Um I would have to say one will be Francine. Oh. Um, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um the other I would have to say wow. I would really love to collab with, I'm not too sure if everyone is familiar with, but I would have to say Prince, um, Princess Powell. Um, okay. If you guys don't know who he is, please check him out. I mean, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I love his work. 
um, as well as I would love to do a collab with Romeo, um, and as well as, oh, gosh, there's so many of them. And, of course, Mr. Word Warrior I would love to collab with as well. But, um, yeah, that's I think that's it right now, I guess, because I could go on and on. I'll be long-winded again. But thank you for that question. <laughs> not a problem, not a problem. Hmm. Oh, gosh. Romeo Donati. He just told me to say his whole name. <laughs> I think that's what you were talking about. I think that's what you were talking about. I I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yes, Romeo Donati. All right. That's, uh, that's a good list. That's a good list of uh of uh potential collaborators. Yes. Thank you. And are, well, are we friends on Facebook? Uh that's a good question. Uh let me check. Okay. Um Ooh, I okay. don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Well please how can I find you on Facebook? Um uh, I'm, I'm looking for you right now. Hold on a second. I'm gonna okay. send you a friend request. Is it just Lady Nakia on there, or is it how is how is it how, how are you on uh, Facebook? It would um if you put in Nakia's open book, it would bring up um book. bring me up. All right, Nakia open book. Of course, my thing wants to stop working. Oh, here it goes. Oh, and I have to say, Dejon too. I love his work too. It's so many, mm-hmm. so many great. Yeah, they're very good at what they do. Oh, I see. You got a few pages. Okay. Which one, the Nikia Open Book Two or the Talk Radio Show? That's the event and the entrepreneur. Okay, I'll use this one. I'll okay. send you a friend request right now. Thank All you. Right. All right. There we go. Uh. I, I do have a request. I didn't get into the show till till a little late because um, I was at another show earlier. Uh, my request is: Can I hear some of your work? Oh, sure. Is 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 that okay, Francine? Because I know we, I know Sephora have been waiting. Right. He's been so wanna, graciously or did you wanna, waiting. Oh. Um. Lady Nikki, are you able to stay on for a little while? We'll let the poor start, and then we'll take a break, and then come back. Uh, sure, sure, that's oh, fine. Okay. That's fine, Nishan. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, because I know the poor have been waiting. So, thank you for your patience, Nishan. Because I know a lot of the callers was waiting too. Thank you guys for your patience and coming out and showing love and support for exceptional yes. scribble. Thank you. Much love to everyone. You're welcome. Thank you. Not a problem. Okay. Well, at this time, we're going to turn over the mic into the hands of Queen Zipporah Thelman. And at this time, if any callers that are in the caller queue have any questions about self-publishing, I need you to raise your hands 
And this is how you can do that. You would simply press the star or asterisk button on your phone keypad and then press number 8 on your phone keypad. And I will see your hand is raised. Okay. Welcome, Queen Zipporah Thelman. Welcome. All right. Thank you, Queen France. This is Zipporah Thelman on the co-hostess for Exceptional Scribble on episode 87 for Tuesday, December 8, 2015. Calling in from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And tonight I have my writing advice and two writing articles. Number one, for my writing advice, write simple understanding using the alphabet and numbers. Oh, wait a minute. Let me uh, mute out some of these mics here because we don't want to get any background noise. Queen Zipporah, please repeat your statement and just use your biggest voice. Thank you. All right. My writing advice for tonight is write simple understanding using the alphabet and numbers. Okay. Yeah. And and good advice might I add as well. Thank you. Wait, what did you say? Good advice might uh, I you. add as well. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. And the other piece of advice is from Deborah Smart at GladstonePublishing.com. Deborah is a freelance editor, and she told me that any brand name in novels Authors do not receive money for them unless having a contractual agreement with them. Therefore, authors are advertising brand name products for free, which makes customers buy from the companies. So authors so authors should create their own brands as much as possible. It is all right to use real buildings since people don't buy them like they do from stores and restaurants. Could you repeat that? Because I'm sure some people might have gone in one ear but out the other. We want to give emphasis to what's significant when it's being relayed. Thank you. Sure. All right. This piece of advice is from Deborah Smart. Deborah spelled D, like dig, E, like Earl, D as in boy, O as in orange, R as in Rita, A as in apple, and H as in hat. Smart, S. M-A-R-T at GladstonePublishing.com. And Deborah Smart is a freelance editor who told me this advice. Any brand name in novels, authors do not receive money for them unless having a contractual agreement with them. Therefore, authors are advertising brand name products for free, which makes customers buy from the company. So authors should create their own brands as much as possible. It is all right to use real buildings since people don't buy from them like they do from stores and restaurants. Hmm. 
Hello, Lady Nikia. Yes, I'm here. I'm sorry. Hello, Queen Zipporah. Yes, I'm here. Oh, keep going. Was, all right. Yes, I was just, uh, you know, waiting for you know a response. Oh right. no, don't do that. If I have a reply to make, I'll definitely just interject and let you know. But you can keep going. All right. All right. The next article that I have, I found is funny and not funny, and it's called "Should You Quit Writing." by Chuck Wendig, and the website is Terrible Mind. You type in, should you quit writing, and you click on Chuck Wendig, Terrible Minds. <laughs> Terrible Minds is one word. Chuck Wendig is a novelist, screenwriter, and game designer. This is his blog. He talks a lot about writing and food and pop culture and his kids. He uses lots of naughty language. NSFW, probably NSFL, be advised. So Chuck says, stop talking about writing. Stop reading about writing. Stop dreaming about writing. The thing that defines a writer is that the writer writes. All right, so he had, you know, someone asked him the question, should you quit writing? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so he uses colorful language in here. <laughs> so I'm just going to, like, skip forward. Okay. Right, so, yeah, so I get and for those that may not understand what Queen Zipporah means by colorful language, can you kind of uh, shed light on what specifically you are saying, Queen Zipporah, for those listeners? Thank you. Sure, uh, sure. he uses profanity. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, all right. So he says, should I quit writing? Ah, uh, well, when, when, well, well, whistles. That's a lot, that's a hot humdinger of a question, isn't it? Let's get this out of the way right now. I am not qualified to answer this question. You should probably not listen to anything I have to say on this subject. Your entire writing life and career should not hinge on anything that comes oozing out of my beard hole. My answer to this is a completely unhelpful yes and no. Let's start with the quote, no, end quote. I say to you, no, you should not quit. Quitters are assholes. You try to quit, and I will hunt you down, and I will break your legs with karate. I will literally ruin your legs so bad they will be like tube socks filled with rice pudding. And I will take your. (laughs) Yes, Yes, he goes into detail. And I will take your broken, shitty, quit ass body and I will pluck you down onto an office chair. I will bolt the office chair to the floor. I will staple gun your wrecked body to that chair. I will boot up the word processor of your choice. And then I will watch you write. Your fingers aren't karate broken, are they? No, they are not. You will write 2,000 words, so I will explode you with grenades because writers going to write. Writers going to write right now if these hand grenades and karate have anything to do with it. Thus, I will confirm that you will do the opposite of quitting, which is anti-quitting, which is to say you will make a legal soul commitment to write a little something every day, even if it's 10 goddamn effing words. And if you fail to make this commitment, 
your soul is forfeit to me, and I will use your soul for whatever grim and salacious purpose I can imagine on that particular day. Now, let's go the other way. Let's check in with, quote, yes, end quote. Yes, you should jolly well MF and quit. If you're seriously asking me if you should quit, then that's it. That's your answer. Quit now. Give up. Goodbye. You even asking that question is a sign that you already have all that you need to know. Oh, what, you're not good enough? Probably true. You're not. See ya. Don't let the door hit you where the ancient god Mithra split you. What, you think every writer who wants to be a writer can and should be a writer? Mm, Nope. Some folks can't hack it. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're meant to be a painter or a rocket scientist or a horse jockey. I don't know. I don't care. The road behind is littered with scads of writers who couldn't put it together. I always say that a creative career is you putting a bucket on your head and trying to headbutt your way through a brick wall. Sometimes you get through, but most times the wall wins. Quit now. Save yourself the headache. Both of these answers are BS because I don't know you. I don't know your heart. <clears throat> I only know my heart, or rather, I know the suit black batch of dead birds I call a heart. <clears throat> and I know that I have been writing since I was 18, which means <clears throat> I have been writing for 21 years, which means I have been writing for longer than the period where I wasn't writing. Further, let's be clear that even during the first 18 years of my life I was writing, I wrote my first, quote, book, end quote, in like fifth grade or something. It was horrible. Now, that may sound like, God, he's been writing for that long. He's really got it together. But I want you to realize that my goal from the age of 18 was to be a novelist. And I also want you to realize that my first novel was published in 2011, which means that I was a failed novelist for, does some quick math, 4,591 years. Okay, that can't be accurate. Ask the wife to do math for him. There we go. Hmm. I was a failed novelist for 17 years. That is not a short amount of time. That is a rather long time to pick up the thing I thought I was meant to do. Yes, okay, for a period of about 10 years in there, I did quite a bit of freelancing for pen and paper role-playing games. So by some Mm -hmm. metric, I was still a successful writer. But just the same, the thing I really wanted to do, write novels and maybe short stories, was a thing in which I felt repeatedly. I wrote lots of shitty unfinished novels. I wrote a handful of shitty finished novels. I ejaculated into the world a crass spray of horrible short stories. Hmm. Sometimes I made incremental improvements. Sometimes I took steps backwards and, and felt like I was making worse, quote, art, end quote, than I had been producing five years prior. I mean, Blackbirds Alone was a novel that took me five years to write. Hell, it took me five years to finish one complete draft. Five years. Almost not a short amount of time. I mean, okay, short in the grand scheme of all temporal existence. But five years is still a pretty good stretch of road, you dig? And along that way, I thought more than one time, I should quit. Should I quit? Probably should quit. I'm going to quit. I'll do this one do this one last thing, and then, and that's it. Game over. Goodbye. I'm horrible. I suck. I'm a talentless toad, a worthless wang. Better to give up than keep embarrassing myself. 
and it's not like the world disagreed with me. God, I still have family members who think the life and career I've chosen for myself is utterly irresponsible. Yet, here I am. Still writing. Haven't quit yet. What's this mean for you? Well, again, I have no bloody idea. What it means for you is really up to you. If I had to really force you to consider this and to come to an answer, I'd say, okay, ask yourself three questions. First, do you actually like writing? What I mean is a lot of writers want to write but actually hate the process. And I don't mean a little bit. We all hate it a little bit. I mean there are writers who deserve it, excuse me, who consider it an execrable task. They talk about writing like they're just punching themselves in the face all day, every day. Oh, God, I have to write punch, punch, punch. This art won't come out of me unless I punch, punch, punch. Books are dumb words, are dumb. Why do I do it? Punch, punch, punch. Teach, teeth clatter to the floor, the sound of ugly crying. Some hmm. folks say to me that they hate writing, and yet they do it anyway, and hey, more power to them. I don't see the allure. If writing as a total act is just a long stretch of misery on par with letting a drunken goat perform rectal surgery upon you with his mouth and horns, I'd say that's a pretty good sign to quit. Not because you're no good, but because the act is no good for you. Life is hmm. too short to punish yourself that way. And it's Lady Queen Zephora, um, I'm going to ask you to stop right there, and I'm going to ask you to kind of summarize what you've only what you've read already for any callers, because we do have some new callers that just called in as well as some newcomers that just entered in the chat room. And then we're going to take a pause and get some poetry, and then we're going to come back to you so you can finish. But if you can just summarize what you've already shared for those just now tuning in, that would be very beneficial to them. Thank you. All right. So you want me to start now? Yes. All right. So basically, what this article is talking about is the pros and the cons of what will happen when you quit writing and what will happen when you don't. And I felt the reason why I had, you know, picked this article is because of how, you know, the descriptive adjectives that Chuck had used on page two about what you said when he says, let's start with the no, especially when he is, uh, he described how he will force you to write physically <laughs> so that you will have no choice to do it. And in a way, you look at it the way he had described it, and it's motivational because he's showing you, the concept was showing you what will happen when you quit and when you don't quit. Hmm. So what will saying, happen when you quit and when you don't quit. I think that's so very significant because a lot of times I hear people saying, well, I'm experiencing writer's cramp and or I'm experiencing where I need to take a sabbatical or a leave of absence from my pen. Um, I'm going through something right now as though your pen is becoming a hindrance to you when you're going through. In all actuality, when you're going through or you're experiencing emotional distress, your pen can bring you a moment of reprieve and escape from that. 
And a lot of times people don't realize that. So they'll put their pen in the closet or on the shelf during those times, and they don't realize that your pen can literally become your saving grace during those times. Wouldn't you agree, Queen Deborah? Yes, I would. And I understand what you're saying is that that pen is your um, your comfort. Mm-hmm. And it's not, in other words, the pen is like the Statue of Liberty. You know, give me your poor, your tired, your huddled masses. Yes. Like your, oh, your perfect <laughs> illustration. Good analogy and comparison as well. Excellent. Yeah, so your pen is a magnet. It's, a, you know, is attracted to your problem. And it's, you know, it's like, you know, like, give me your problems now and I can uh, show you how you and I are going to work them out together. That's right. A matter of fact, what comes to mind, there was this commercial that came out years ago, and it was a Calgon uh, commercial. And Calgon, of course, was some sort of a uh, bath um, wash solution, you know, something that you would use in your bath water, and, and it would allow you to relax and, and feel real good, you know. And so this woman, it was like she was in her house, the baby was crying, everything was just happening all at once. It was just all this noise, and she screams to the top of her, her, her um, the loudest scream that she can yell out, and she bellows it out and says, Calgon, take me away. And then all of a sudden you see the next scene on the commercial is her in this bathtub, and she has the Calgon bubbles that she's soaking in and it's taking away all of the stress of the day per se. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's how we need to see our pen, see our pen as the remedy, not as something that's going to make matters worse or, you know, this pen is in my way right now. I've got to, you know, put this pen down because I'm going through something right now. And this pen is just a weight on me. No, your pen actually is your great escape from whatever the misery is. It can at least give you that moment of reprieve where you can at least have a breather in between you having to deal with whatever your uh, issues are. Because, you know, of course, just ignoring them will not make them go away. You've got to face them. You've got to deal with your issues. So we just want to encourage those writers out there that, yes, sometimes life is going to hand you lemons, but take those lemons and make lemonade. In other words, take those crisis situations of life and turn them into a novel. Turn them into a short story. Turn them into a play (laughs) with various characters. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, art teaches us about how to survive because it not only imitates life, it literally does help us to deal with life. And I'm going to stop right there. We have a poet on the line. I believe this is Romeo Donati. Welcome back, Romeo Donati. Yes, yes. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings to you. And we we want to hear some poetry. We're taking a moment to hear some poetry, and then Queen Zipporah is going to return back to uh, free publishing tips, educating us on things we need to know as writers. 
and then after you were going to go to Word Warrior. And I just want to say to all the callers in the caller queue, because I see you, first of all, I want to give you all big hugs. Mm -hmm. It's a big hug from me to you. And I want to say thank you for being so very patient tonight. And, yes, I see you, Mr. DSR. We're going to be coming to all of you. We're just going to um, kind of rotate back and forth because we want to get anyone that's calling in with any questions, of course, for Queens of Pora during this time, if you need to know what you should do in regards to becoming a published author. Queens of Pora is here to educate you and to make sure that you know what resources there are that are accessible to you as a first-time author and how to equip yourself so that you can approach that in all diligence and readiness because we we wouldn't want you to be out on the limb not knowing certain things. And then sometimes people want to go for broke, but it's not always feasible to go for broke. If you can avoid spending more money than what's necessary, we want to be the cause for why that happens. So, uh, Romeo, we're going to ask now for you to share some of your fine art poetry with our listening audience. The mic is now in your hands. I had a question oh, about publishing. Would I better ask? Oh, that okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Queens of Poor, you're still on, correct? Queens of Poor. I'll share my piece, but if she comes back, I did have a question, if possible. Oh, okay. Queen Zipporah, one moment. Queen Zipporah? Okay, she stepped away for a moment. Okay, please share your piece. Uh, the piece I'm going to um, do is titled Peace and Blessing. I ask that you lend me your ear. Angel wings of greenery. That's the ambiance for the scenery. While melodies from the loneliest monkeys mixed with morning screams. Mm. Sage, sweet frankincense funk. In between the squeeze of golden thighs, of course I can't get enough. No rush. Just flow like melted snow within my touch. Adorn your love, lust, eyes. You felt the temperature in my nature quickly rise, felt you were a delectable feast. So I ate you like my sweet potato pecan the pie, eating contest prize. Slowly. So you can count blindfolded every taste bud on my tongue like you know me. Since young. Maybe another reason I suckled on your breasts, only squirted out black essence, which had me sprung. So close, connected, color side meets twin. My tongue mixed with your pretty tongue. Young, young, then some, and then some. Your body language in any language shows I spoke to the core of you. So deep within, like my hands held beard, the pyramids of Khufu. Thai Egyptian queen and king touch tomb. You remind me of Mother Earth. You nurture me within your womb. I waited 108 years of 101 was too soon. Yeah, right. 
I want to be so tight, seemingly intertwined. Be the aged and silk woven in your cocoon. Watch the moon lose and competing to outglow your shine. I send sunbeams over your daydream. Call it a sun kiss. Bubbly and sweet, universally divine. Always pleasurable when we grease as a sparkle in your third eye. So like you, I started at your temple before I took the journey to explore to your temple. The way your soul moved to my heart beats, we created a harmonious temple. Too fast to be slow. Regroup mm. a gun at the root to better proceed to help promote growth. Teaching on knowledge, I knew, I did know. All but for the first kiss, second embrace. Third taste of the fourth mist, which had me truly intoxicated off your fifth. Only thing more amazing than the number after six. Call you a blessing, similar to heaven sent. That's my thought. Wow. Oh, my. I really appreciate your style as a poet. I appreciate your flow. I appreciate everything about your delivery and your passion for what you do. It comes through so very strongly. And I have to say, you have a unique way of poetic expression. I mean, there's so many poets that exist, but I don't quite know what to call you other than Romeo Donati, the poet. Like you have this uniqueness about your pen and about your poetic deliveries. I'm going to ask Lady Nakia to please give some comment, and then Queen Zipporah yeah, um, will be available to answer your question. Thank you, Lady Fran. You're very welcome. Lady Nakia. Yes, I'm here. Welcome back, Romeo Donati. Yeah, I, I had to put my phone on the charge. I, I wanted to still support as much as possible. Well, thank you. You did thank more than just support. Now, I know you heard him uh, and that piece he just delivered. Could you please sure respond to it? Uh, oh, boy. Um, mm. You know, I would have to agree with Francine um, as far as your name pretty much says it all. Um, I mean, I always enjoy Romeo's delivery with his pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, from listening to Romeo and as well as, you know, I have his CD, um, it is is definitely delightful, you know, um, his pieces is like it, it rolls off your tongue, and it it pretty much captures, you know, your ear, and you know I love the way that he's able to pull you in. You know, is 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 his words, is the foreplay of his words, his word plays well, and then his voice, and you know once again his delivery. So, mm-hmm. his pieces always catch my attention. Um, they're always in tune, you know, with every word that come out of his mouth. And, um, 
you know, and that's the same thing that you would receive from his CD. And, I mean, I I, I always enjoy, you know, I think it was one time, you know, a, a lot of the poets, you know, you know when they have an off day. And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> one time Romeo came out and he shared a piece and I knew he was sick. And I'm like, okay, that is not your usual delivery. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you get to know right. the poets, is, you know, your friends and things, it's like, okay, that is not your usual. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I still enjoyed it anyway. But, you know, where's the spark? Where's the sexiness? Where's, you know, um, but I enjoyed it. It was delightful. And, mm. you know, that Romeo's one of my favorite poets. So I enjoyed it. Thank you, Romeo. Thanks, Lady Nakia, for that feedback. And, uh, Poet Romeo, I'm going to ask you, you have a CD out? I have an EP, yes. Um, oh, okay. Um, yes. Could you post on Facebook, the Exceptional Scribble Show, if you can post, it, post the link uh, where persons can listen to you spitting poetry live? That would be much appreciated if you can post it on the events page tonight and also on the Exceptional Scribble Show. That's our fan page on Facebook. Well, as soon as I'm able to, at the moment, mm-hmm. I'm having issues with the um, with the digital download. Um, oh, okay. Um, um, so at the moment, the only way you can get it is, 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 is if I mail it out to you. But um, oh, I'm trying okay. to get the, um, the information correct it so it can't be right. available for digital download. Okay, well, when you have it corrected, just inbox message me that link. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd appreciate Absolutely. that. I'll take care of the rest. And thanks okay. so much for spitting that piece. Also, um, give us a little background about how that piece came about. <laughs> okay. If you care it was, to mention. It was about me. It was about me. Well, I, I, my pieces normally are just thoughts of, of things that I think about. And I was told that once you're going through certain um, experience in life or you meet certain people, mm-hmm. that uh, your writing can take a... Um, transformation or it it can evolve and that was me just wanting to to see where more of my evolution was and, oh, okay and, and that's what came about well hey you said a mountain full right there i'm sure a lot of people can attest to what you just shared um, we got Queen Zipporah back. She said somehow TalkShoe kicked her off. I think after so many people call, TalkShoe will just start kicking people off so the mother- motherboard doesn't shut down completely. <laughs> we have a lot of people in the call queue tonight. And for those who are still in the call queue, if you would like to speak to Queen Zipporah, if you have any questions for her, or if you have any poetry you'd like to spit, do us a favor tonight, please. Stay in the call queue, of course, and then raise your hand, and here's how you can do that. Simply press the asterisk or star key, and then press number eight on your phone key.
hand. I repeat, press the asterisk button or the star key, and then press the number 8 key on your phone keypad. Thank you so much. Okay, Queen Zipporah. Yes, I'm here. I believe Romeo, poet Romeo, has a question for you. All right. Hi, Paula Romeo. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, Queen. Peace and blessings to you. Thank you. My question is, um, being that I'm known, or any poet, but um, myself and matter, being that I'm known as an erotic poet, mm-hmm. um, coming out with a book first, mm-hmm. um, would it be more sensible to have a book separated with just erotica and uh, more central pieces as opposed to having that into um, a regular collection. Hmm. All right, well. Good question. Yeah, all right. So, in other words, you're saying of um, a novel, an erotica novel, you know, versus a collection of erotica. uh, As opposed to, like, a collection of poetry as a, mm-hmm. or just a separate book just specialized in just erotica? Should I keep it separate if I'm known as an erotic poet? Um, and the reason I asked that, um, because, like, my auntie, she said she wanted to make, make a CD with, with, like, church and my spiritual pieces without the sex in it. So mm-hmm. I was wondering... Does it really make more sense to to keep that separated, or should I just come as a complete package? Well, you know what, you know, keep it separate. You can keep it separate and uh, do what what's going to work for you. And so, if you have the you know the erotica poem and then you have an erotica you know novel, but you want to you know keep both of them separate, then now the erotica novel is it a romance? The genre is it romance? Love, romance, and erotica. It's, it's a love, mixture romance, of all three. Erotica, it's a mixture yeah. of all three. Then you can keep it, you know, all together. The love, the romance, and the erotica. And if you want to put it in the novel, you know, you keep keep all three of the, you know, the types together because they go together. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Repeat that one more time, Queen Zipporah. All right. You keep the love, romance, and erotica. Keep it together in the novel because. The three types go together. They're part of romance. Mm. That's good advice. And apropos as well. Thank you. Y'all have a blessed evening. And again, congratulations to Nakia, Open Book, Go to Stiletto. You're welcome. Thanks. Okay, I'm going to let Nakia comment on that. Nakia? Yes. Welcome back, Lady Nikki. I believe Romeo had a message for you before he departs. Congratulations again on your feature. And much Thank success you, Rome. To, your sh- to your show coming up on um, this Saturday. And, Thank um, you. I'll be in town. You may be able to coordinate something. Yeah, that will be cool. And you'll be in Baltimore on the 5th of February, correct? Yeah, yes, yes. I'll be in Philly January 30th, the day after my birthday. Hmm. 
doing the show with um, Simply Sherry, and then I'll be featuring February 5th again with Simply Sherry at Heard It Through the Grapevine. Um, oh. Feature love, romance, classy, sexy, nasty. Nice. Hmm. Love it. Friend Please inbox message Philly. us. Say that again? I said Fran is in Philly. Yes, indeed. Oh, I'm definitely. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. That's what's up. I got yeah. tickets. I'm trying to come in early. I, I got to see what a real cheesesteak is like. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. It is so good. It is delicious. You will not want I, another cheesesteak from anywhere I, I ain't else. Talking about, I ain't talking about Pat's. And, and, Tony you know, Luke. Tony Luke. I'm talking about a real, okay. There we go. South Philly, there we go. Tony Luke. Tony Luke, okay. It's Tony, a, histor- a, a historic one, yes. You won't be disappointed. Okay. Uh, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking for more poetry slides, and um, I didn't know that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely coming in town. I'm trying to stay a few days and, and see what the city's about. Oh, okay. Oh, well, definitely inbox message me. Um, okay. I'm gonna hit up some of the other Philly people. You know, Mr. DSR is a Philadelphian. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that. Real, yeah, for, for real, real the, poet. the poet. A lot of us, yeah. Yeah, it's we'll a lot you. of poets in Philly, boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's, that's mm-hmm. beautiful to hear. See, this, this show is what's up. We are what, four <laughs> hours in now? That's right. See, see, you never yep. know. Yeah. It's all about networking. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Romeo Donati. My pleasure. And have a pleasant back. evening and a good night's rest as well. Thank you. Yeah. Good night, Romeo. Good night. Mm-hmm. You know what? I had I started feeling like remember the Waltons. Good night, John Boy. Oh. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> it's like whoa. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is getting too real now. You know. Oh gosh. <laughs> like one yes. big happy family, everybody. But that's all good. It's love. That's right. The literary artist community. We are a family. We can start singing it like Sister Sledge. We are family. Oh, family. Oh, yeah. All right, now. <laughs> well, Word Warrior had something for us, family people. Nice. Welcome back, Word Warrior. Thank you. Um, I had a question first for uh, Queen, Queen Zipporah. Hi, about uh, Word Warrior. Hi, how are you? All right, how are you? I'm blessed. Um, my question is, um, well, my first book that I put out, I was pleased with it, but I just felt like it needed um, more exposure and could do better. So I have got in touch with this particular publisher. Um, I won't say their name. And um, they're kind of steep with the price. The reason why I went with the first one who I used my first book was because they were, you know, the price was within my budget. This price is a little bit higher, but they're guaranteeing about 17 book signings with them, and they're guaranteeing that my book would be on 600 different websites. So I wanted to know what's your take on that. All right, well, congratulations on, you know, the guaranteeing that, they're going to have it, you know, on the 600 website. Now, do you have anything in print, you know, for this guarantee? 
or was it done by word of mouth? No, well, actually, my first book is done. This is for my second book that I'm going to release in 2016, and I haven't signed anything or anything like that, but I do know the young lady. Uh, we went to high school together, and this is what she's saying she could do for me. And I think the price is a little steep. Um, I was mm-hmm. blessed with the first book to get it done for under 500 and this lady mm-hmm. saying their packages started twenty eight hundred, mm-hmm. but it will be on all these different websites and all these book signings. All right, now are you all right? Now here's my uh, my question: Do you feel comfortable, you know, uh, with this budget, you know, for the guarantee that it will be on these six hundred websites? Yes and no. Yes, because. My dad is uh, one of the most positive human beings I know. And dad said it takes money to make money. And then dad says you have to invest within yourself. And then dad says that everybody is not broke. So I said, but dad, I am broke. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. All right, that's my second. That brings me to my second question. Is so you, you know, Dad, he outside to cut you off. He makes good money, good, good, good money. You know, so mm-hmm. you know he he would jump on it right away if that's what you want. You have to chase your dream and you have to invest in yourself. You know, so I don't know. I just want to know what's your take on that. Like I do know her. We went to high school together, and um, she's going to allow me to sit down with her, whatever, whatever. I mean, do you think that's a good idea? As far as, as, far as six hundred different websites and seventeen book signers for the second book. All right. Well, um, let's see. I'm a profile on this. Is that all right? So twenty eight hundred dollars is uh. Here's the thing, if you can't pay the $2,800, then you won't be getting the guarantee, right, with the 17 book signings and the 600 website? Exactly. All right, now, are you able to pay the $2,800? Yes, over a period of time, yes. All right, so they're letting you pay it off in installments and not up front? Yeah, I think you can pay it in installments. All right, so when you pay the first installment, you'll what ha- all right, all right, all right, um, all right. I'm going to disregard about the installments, but when you know, the 17 book signings and the 600 websites, you know, when are they? When is that going to happen? You know, when you uh, for your second book? Is it before? I'm sorry, after? I missed the second part of that question. Go ahead. All right, all right. When is the 17? When are the 17 book signings and the 600 websites that your book is going to be on? All right, when is that going to happen? Is it before or after you pay the $2,800? I think it's like in the middle, like it's like one, two, broke down into like three installments. So I think she said by the time you make the second installment, you know, all those, everything stops kicking in. Hmm. Uh, So in other words, you know, when you pay that $2,800, that's when you have the book signed and your book on the website. Exactly. Is it even possible to have your book on 600 websites? Well, how did, like, how is she going to do it? What's I, we haven't went into real detail, but I'm just saying, what's your take? Do it sound real? I mean, mm. I do know her from high school, but I, it's question. a lot of money. Yes. And, of course, I want it to be successful, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Don't, you know, I would suggest that you, you know, investigate this even further before, you know, like, do anything as good as you know her from high school, but who the, the comp, um, did you look to research the company that she's working for that's you know going to put 
um, is charging this $2,800? Um, not yet. Here's the thing. She wants to sit down. And, and I, I, again, I know everything is investing in time is money. I understand all that. I understand right. the business of the business. Mm-hmm. And the, she said even to sit down, it's $50 to sit down with this lady. Oh, <laughs> for real, for real. You know, you know, yeah. You know what? And, see, you're meeting her, but even though you know her personally from high school, you have to remember she's working for somebody else, so she has to, you know, follow their rules. Right. Mm-hmm. But I know she is a five-time published author. She's a what? Five-time published author. Five-time, five right. Yes. Yeah, is this, okay. this self-published or traditional published? I haven't went into none of it because I thought I was going to wait to January to even consider it. So now it's in my head and, you know, just going around and thought. All right. Now, is your second book, you know, ready? No, not yet. It's almost ready. All right, so what I would advise is that, you know, you finish your book first and then you investigate, you know, into this $2,800, you know, before you, you know, sign on to anything and then look at your other options because you want your signing to be successful, but at the same time you don't also want to, like, drain yourself financially and right. then, you know, won't be successful, you know, with the book. That's my concern about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. But it's, again, is there even six hundred websites out there? Possibly, yeah. I mean, yes, I would well, say yes. Yeah, they, yeah, but yeah. Um, but here's what I'm saying is that um, what are the names of the? Did she tell you specifically tell you the names of these websites that she's going to put post your book on? Right, all that's going to get taken care of in the in the first sit down fifty dollar consultation. <laughs> What? Oh my goodness! Oh, well, it sounds like I mean, oh I think she's just putting a, a high price to the services per se. But yeah, I would do like you. I would question um, what are the names of these sites. Mm-hmm. I would want to see a list. Yeah, wow. I can't just go on her telling me. I need some evidence. Yeah. I mean, the exposure sounds awesome. I mean, oh, who yeah. doesn't want their book on 600 website? Who does? Who doesn't want exactly yeah. book signings? Because I understand from the first book that the book signings promote you. It's like beautiful. It's amazing. That's right. You feel like a yeah. star. So for seventeen, wow, that's that's hot. Yeah, and I think well, she's putting a number. Sorry for cutting you off, Queen Fran, but this uh, your friend is putting a number. You know, mm-hmm. to lure you in. She's using those numbers to lure you in for the beat. Yeah, that's well, what it's you know, and it seems like she she's going high. She's not cutting him no. a deal, right. even though they're friends. It's like she's mm-hmm. saying, you know, this is business. Which I mean, I don't fault her. Business is business, but right. you want to see what you're getting too. I think yeah. she should provide you with a listing of all of these six hundred sites. Yeah, like did exactly. she say Amazon mm-hmm. Borders? Barnes and yeah. the, I mean, she should have had some names. Yeah, at least but her name again, she's going to tell me she's going to have all that ready. Oh, she down wants she, she wants that fifty dollars. She she she's the kind. She's like fifty dollars. We sit down. We'll talk about yeah, all that. Yeah, she's the kind. They call them, and it's not anything negative. But you have some people where um, they put a price on everything. Yeah. They put a price on everything. We're not yeah. doing that, of course, Queens of Poor. We 
we give free publishing tips. Right. So this is free. We're not charging the community. This is our service to the community. We're volunteering ourselves right. in doing this. But there are people that they would take the three hours that we do the show or the hour that we do the publishing, yeah. consulting tips, and they would charge for that hour. Yeah, just like Every caller, okay, yeah. if we're going to consult with you for ten minutes, this is our fee. Yeah. But that's not how we operate. No. See, what your friend is operating to see, she's being like, you know, uh, she's doing as she's told because she's working for that company. And what she's trying, she's behaving like the lawyers that charge you up front fees. Exactly. And so if I was you, warrior, I would, you know, don't sign anything, don't pay anything. $2,800 is a lot of money. And who's to say it's a guarantee that you're going to make that money back? That's right. Mm-hmm. So and like would, you said, uh, you want to know these 600 uh, sites are real yeah, sites. Yeah, I want to yeah. know, can I bring and my attorney to the first meeting? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. very good. Very yeah. good. Seriously, yeah. though, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. it's a lot of very money you talked about. It is, yeah. I was going to ask you, Queen Zippor, do you think he should have, like, a uh, literary agent or a publicist before sitting down with her or when sitting with her? He, now, is she from a self-publishing company? Because if she is, then, you know, that's on your own. But with a traditional publishing company, you would, you know, your literary agent is your middleman, you know, the gatekeeper mm-hmm. you know, to the traditional publishing. Mm-hmm. See, well, I have to get oh. back to you on all those answers. I just want to know your take on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but in my viewpoint, I, I wouldn't, you know, pay anything until you have enough information that's going to help you understand, you know, how you're going to get, how your book is going to be handled. Why? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. I'm glad you called in with yeah. that question, where were you? got me thinking there. Mm-hmm. About that 600 <laughs> sites, I mean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, is it even real? Is it, right, there, right. You know? Exactly. Because yeah, one time, from my own experience, someone had told me about, you know, what my, my novel's word count being too short. And saying that it was, uh, you know, at least needed to be at least, I think it was sixty thousand words. And, uh, and then, so what I had asked them was that, you know, because um, how do they tell you sixty thousand words? And so um, from there, it went on to, I think I recall when I had said, from my knowledge of publishing, a book is either long or short, you know, from the um, editing process. And so the person had replied, well. The publishers that they dealt with, they didn't want them to think that there was something wrong with them if they if they sent them an under sixty thousand word manuscript, which was you know a load of nonsense. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, there are publishers, there are agents that you know require like you know word count, but that's their viewpoint, and you don't have to you know that's when they put up that you know the word count in their and their um, advertising. Then you can uh, you're free not to bother them, especially when you since you know that your word count of your manuscript. Right. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. So word warrior, I would, my um my advice is to do what's going to make you feel comfortable, because remember this is your writing, these are your books, this is your baby, and you don't want right. to give it away and somebody destroy it after you made a heart, you had a long time, worked real hard to create mm-hmm. it. Yeah, nine mm-hmm. months of labor. He went through nine months in labor to have his baby. 
<laughs> and it's a big baby, you know what I'm saying? So he wants the wow. best, nothing but the best for his baby. Right. Yeah, so wow. my advice, yeah, my advice is to shop around, investigate on his uh, with his publisher, and if it's not making, and if they're not making you, if you're not comfortable with them, just leave them alone and just you know shop around. Mm. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Because I'm looking at, you know, with your finance, you know, and there's no guarantee you'll get that $2,800 back. back. Right. Mm -hmm. That's it. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We wish you all the best, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever's for you is for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and as far as having a literary agent, you know, you can research for them, you know, like at writersdigest.com. That's, you know, one website. Yeah to find them, and then you can also, and then what I do when I was doing is that when I had, you know, was researching for agents, when I researched for agents, is that I was uh, called to physical bookstore to make sure that book was on the shelf as well as online. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have to pay them, the literary agents? No, that's the thing. They make money when you do. You work together. So mm-hmm. you take, they get, and the commission rate is usually 15 and 20%, and uh, 25% if there's, like, a foreign agent involved, you know, for, like, overseas, et cetera. Okay. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just uh, whatever questions that you have for these, you know, for anything, you know, you ask them. If they are unable to answer them or if any agent, you know, or anybody asks money for you up front, is, you know, except for a self-publishing company because everything is coming out of your pocket. So if literary agents ask you for money up front, um, flee because they're scam artists. They'll just take your money and mm. won't, you know, help you at all, help you any further. You're just, you know, left standing where you were in the beginning. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Thank you. And Word Warrior, are you friends with Queens of Porra on Facebook? Yes. Oh, okay, great. Feel free to inbox message her even after the show if you any questions come to your mind before that meeting because we definitely don't want you not to know something that you need to know. Right. And as so you move forward. Means, yeah, and that meeting sounds like a flaw is because she's you know asking and you don't in a meeting you don't ask she's behaving like the lawyer. I don't want to repeat mm-hmm. myself, but she's behaving like the lawyers that ask for a fee up front before they start cases. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what those lawyers do. Hmm. They're often called bloodsuckers for that reason. <laughs> and sharks. That's right. And sharks. <laughs> That's right. They 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 are not going to discount it. They're going to go for the top rate that they can get, and we just have to always be mindful. There are those that are in it for that profit and gain. Right. They're not in it for our best interest or with our best right. interest at heart. Mm-hmm. So we got to kind of weed through mm-hmm. the bad to to get to the good. Yeah, and that's called the power of uncertainty is that, you know, the um, for example, with doctors, the doctors know and the patients don't, and so the patients are going to believe what the doctors say. Mhm. <laughs> How about that? Funny thing, it's always good to get that second and third opinion. One of them is going to tell you the truth. Thank you, Word Warrior. 
And then we, and I wish you well on that word, Warrior. We have DSR, Mr. DSR. We got a lot of callers, and we're going to make sure we get to all of them. Mr. DSR, welcome back. Hey, what's going on, Francine? Great show, by the way. Hey, thanks so much. Um, I tell you, Lady Nakia, she blew the roof off the house. Yes, now definitely. Queen Zippor is blowing all the windows out. I feel like Dorothy <laughs> and the Wizard of Oz when it was that, you know, that tornado, that twister. Boy, I didn't know I was breaking windows. <laughs> yeah, you're breaking windows. You're telling, you telling, telling everybody what they need to know, and, and you don't care. You're stepping on corns tonight. But we forgive you. We know it's all done in love. Mm, yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> shout out to Kia on her feature today. Great feature. And shout out to Queen Sephora over here. Got the great information about the publications of uh, mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. Thanks, DSR. Yes, no problem. And um, I really don't have any questions because, I mean, I already know about your information. I had those questions for you in the past. And, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you me well. Okay. Well, it looks like then you ready to spit some fire ink poetry on the mic tonight. Am I correct? Yes, yes. I'm uh, looking through my scripture here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find something. I have a older, older pieces or maybe I have recited them before. I'm going to try to recite them again. Okay. All right, so the title of this piece is called Hard Times Title Made Me Think. Y'all ready? We're ready. Yeah. Drowned in a negative. And then more with me, I want to erase. Came across a piece, death mask, toss of old age, wisdom, Folly and fear how it is when the end is near, but I'm not old yet. Burn the word, the end away. Every day I wake up, it's a new beginning. Respect to Garrison Keller and Arthur, who selected and introduced the book. Good poems for hard times, a push to write in his script as I get lost in my rhymes. Trying to write till my hands can't write no more. My blood is the ink I know I said before. Grab the pen, unlock my world. A dimension in endless space. People in cars walking and driving on transparent concrete and roads. Maze and packs of pens within my vision. Ready to be used to display life's description. Past occurrences, images speed by. Present moments flow at a Pace to be recognized. Young ones growing too fast than required. Some too focused on desire. Forgot what happened in the last hour because the moment seems to be all what counts. Spouses, family, and friends. A percentage of the world only cares for number one. Why you think many are so quick to pull a gun? One way of seeing the world is through my eyes. One trait we all share. I'm just trying to live my life. Struggle through life seems like you gotta fight one minute my own description call me the can't get right kid what can i say the world is what it is in peace Mm, 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 mm. well i have to say mr dsr hit us with that fire ink and didn't hold back for our screens he's a beast of a poet and he knows it (laughs) We love your ink, brother. We love the way 
you wield that pen, and I tell you, there's no one else that does it like DSR all day. We appreciate you. Continue to do what you love. And we're going to get some feedback. We got Word Warrior still with us. Word Warrior? Yes, I'm here. What would you like to say to Mr. DSR about that piece he just <laughs> finally delivered? Wow, that's my CEO. You know whatever he's doing, <laughs> I enjoyed that piece. I always enjoyed his stuff, though, for real. Hey, appreciate you, Triple W, with that new AKA over there, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Triple W. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow. That's going to that's going to stay in my head. I'm going to remember that. Triple W. That's right cuz he's he's got a world vision, okay? So we're not going to minimize him and just say word. We're going to say world. I love it. Yes, indeed. Well, I wanted to say thanks friend and stage poet for having me here. You know, You're much welcome. respect to you, Queen Sephora, always dropping that knowledge about being published. Get the right publications over here. Sexual mm. on Tuesdays. Yeah. All thanks right. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. And DSR, yeah, this is Queen Zapora, and my name is pronounced Zapora, P, like Teeter. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I think he was trying to be, you know, uh, you know, he was trying to appeal to your graces, Sephora, making it sound like <laughs> real exotic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to make you smile, make you blush. That's all that was. Oh, thank you. She's like, okay. (laughs) You know, I got to pick with Queen Zipporah every once in a while because sometimes she, you know, she got that librarian profile by herself. You know, you got to make her laugh and giggle every once in a while. That's our librarian, though, I tell you. I do laugh and all, so I do with um. You know, I can laugh out loud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we heard that. All right. Well, don't I'm get it twisted. Right, I'm going to let y'all do what y'all do. I can't wait to hear that poetry from uh, Triple W himself. <laughs> All right. He's up next. Then we going to Southeast Pennsylvania. Yeah. And then we going to, it looks like, Nishan and then New York, New York. Yeah. So we're going to have Queen Zipporah come back on the mic before that happens. Yeah, you know, yes, because I'm going to have to go, um, you know, in the field. And so what I can do, are you going to continue on with the callers? Do they have any questions for me? or? Well, let me check and see. Welcome back, caller from southeast Pennsylvania. Good evening again. This is Divine Inspiration. Yes, Hello. Divine Inspirations. We're glad to have you. And uh, Queen Zipporah, at this time, she's uh, providing free publishing tips to anyone that has any questions regarding how to get published or just how to uh, market your book, things like that. So if you have any questions on those lines, she's available. I've been taking this quite a bit. Um, Mm-hmm. I do have a book that I've written. I'm looking to get into the publication phase next. Um, what are your takes on self-publishing as opposed to traditional 
uh, publishing. Mm. Good all, right, well, all right. Well, self-publishing versus traditional publishing. For self-publishing, you do it yourself, and everything comes out of your own pocket. Uh, and your books are available, you know, online, and it's also available, you know, on the bookshelves. But you have to pay for each of those services. Mm-hmm. And it is said about with self-publishing, you're in complete control. And with traditional publishing, you have, you know, there's two ways of it. One is a literary agent, which is a uh, who is a middleman slash gatekeeper. And the second one is, um, you know, the unsolicited, you know, publishers. Unsolicited means unagent author, un- authors, which there are tra- um, traditional publishers that take, you know, uh, not the traditional publishers, but publishers in general that take unsolicited authors. And a veteran author had told me that an editor, you know, and a publisher can find, particularly an unsolicited publisher, can find a, you know, can find a literary agent, you know, for the writers so that they can continue to write while the agents do the legwork. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And with, okay. um, also with traditional publisher, you do have, you know, a global exposure where everything would like when you, especially when you sell from what another um, veteran author told me is that most of your money comes from selling your books right, like subsidiary rights, you know, et cetera, like foreign, like foreign rights and book club rights. And mm-hmm. these rights make up a large portion of a writer's income, which would okay. be hard, you know, for a writer to negotiate on his or her own. Yeah. yeah. And do you lose a lot of your freedom or control of of, mm-hmm. of the book is laid out and, and, and just marketed and so on when you go with a traditional publisher. Now, wait, repeat that question. Do you lose a lot of your control over, like, book layout and, and, and some of the material and, and things along that line when you use a, a traditional publisher as opposed to the self-publishing? No. <clears throat> here's the one thing I had to learn. So that was I was concerned about, you know, when I was, you know, researching about, you know, with the traditional publishing because I was told, well, traditional publisher owns your books, right? And I found right. out that was false. See, what okay. editors do, well, here's what it, um, another, the same veteran author had told me about the subsidiary rights, is that editors do not rewrite authors' books. They just tell them what's working in it and what's not working in it, and it is up to the author to make sure that the book is correct. Now, editors will tell you suggestions, and here's what mm-hmm. another veteran author has said, the same one that said about the um, about with the um, unsolicited you know, manuscript publishers, is that editors will, you know, they'll tell you the suggestions, and you can say yes or no to them, but with that veteran author, the important thing about, you know, proofreading or copy editing it is that making, you know, grammar, you know, grammatical correction. Okay. Like explaining, like, explain this more clearer, you know, et cetera. And there's a freelance editor that I'm working with, you know, on my synopsis. Now, synopsis is the story within the story. So basically what you're doing is that you're telling your story by each chapter, but you write it as an essay. And what um, you're doing is that, you know, you're looking at the um, what, what editors do is that, you know, they tell you the suggestions and you're free to say yes or no. 
and it's according to, you know, how you feel because you are the creator, the author, and nobody can take that from you. And the only way, and I would say, like, if you lose your book's rights is you sign all rights, you know, to them, which means that whoever you sign it to, the new creator, is that they can free, they're free to use your material any way they want without further payment to the original mm. Well, that's not good. <laughs> so that's why you have to know which rights to sell. Like subsidiary right. rights, you know, they're in they're in the contract. And when you before you sign a contract, you read read everything and question what you don't understand. And I would also advise to bring Webster the dictionary with you mm-hmm. because you can ask, you know, like the publisher Aiden, etc. You know, who's there? You know, the officials and ask them. You know, what does it mean? They'll tell you. You know, they can tell you, but then it also pays to have, you know, that second opinion. So Absolutely. The important thing is that you know for yourself. Okay. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. That helps. Okay. And I'm going to ask you, would you like to spit a poem at this time, or, or can we come back to you and take another caller that might have a question? Okay. We're going to go to New York. Welcome, caller from New York. Welcome, caller from New York. You are on the call. Are you still there? Okay, caller from New York. I'm not sure why we don't have a connection, but... If you have been disconnected, we know some people have been uh, kicked off of talks you in the past, just simply call back in and raise your hand, which is done in the following way. You would need to press the asterisk key and then press number eight. Caller from New York, are you there? Hello, hear me? Yes, hi. Uh, Please. Introduce yourself, identify yourself, give your name, and also the genre of art that you are a composer of. Thank you. Hey, it's Francine. It's Jennifer. <laughs> I have myself on mute. <laughs> oh, okay. It's been a while, Jennifer. How are things in I'm your good. life? That's no, wonderful. For sure. <laughs> oh, okay. So have you been on for a long time, or... Yeah, I had it on in the background, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Do you happen to have any questions regarding publishing? Because we have Queen Zipporah that's available to answer any and all questions you might have. Um, Well, I was listening to the information. As of of right now, Mm -hmm. not really any questions. I I had some poetry. because I didn't know if you guys were doing the open mic. Oh, okay. Well, we definitely will be coming back to you for poetry. We just wanted to get all the questions answered before Queen Zipporah departs, and then we're going to go right into poetry after that. Okay. So if you have a few minutes, just hold on, and we'll come right back to you. All right. Okay, thank you. Welcome, Nashawn. Welcome. Okay. I'm not sure if we're getting muted out or not. But Queen Zipporah, um, how much time do you have left before you have to uh, disengage from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it a few minutes because it's uh, it's twelve oh nine. Okay, so I'm going to let you finish your portion, and then we're going to go into our open mic and have our poets uh, spit some poetry. We're going to start with Word Warrior, and we're going to go straight through. It looks like we have Mother Wit. I want to give a shout out to a queen mother in the village, Mother Wit, who is definitely with us tonight. She's been kind of chillaxing in the background, just laying back and enjoying all of us as we express ourselves poetically and get some insight concerning publishing, how to do it either of two ways, self-publish or traditional publishing. So we're going to definitely hear from Mother Wit very soon, and we're going to let Queen Zipporah finish her portion of tonight. Show and if anyone has any questions about publishing before she leaves the mic tonight, raise your hand for all the callers who have called in. Um, I'm seeing Nashawn's hand is up. Let me see there. <clears throat> Welcome back, Nashawn. Yes, I did have some questions about publishing. I, uh, the last time we, um, uh, Queen Sephora, we, we we talked. Um, I had questions about the the um the actual procedure, but now my question is more on um i'm i'm I'm, I'm thinking about more of the traditional um in the past i have um self published but the the wide scope of the audience was not reached um and it was a it was actually a chat book. Um, instead of a a, a full length book. Um, Wait, you're not breaking up. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, I'm I'm trying to to um search for you know a uh, literary agent mm-hmm. to um uh, as we discussed the last time you said the the um. The procedure is usually um, in the traditional publishing is you, you find a literary agent and they shop your, your stuff around. Um, what what are your advice is on on seeking out a literary agent and uh, and making deals with them? All right, all right. My advice on seeking out a literary agent and dealing with them. Well, first of all, you want to make sure that they're legal, and the um, warning signs is they ask you for money up front. You know, say no because they make money when offers do called a commission. It's usually 15 to 20 percent or sometimes 25 percent if there's like a foreign agent, et cetera, involved. And second, you want to, uh, like I've done, is say I've called books. When I look at a literary agent, and I would call a physical bookstore to see if their book is on the shelf besides it being online because everything is going digital. But you know, with traditional publishing, you also have the hard cover and the paperback cover, as well as the ebook. So you have all those in the package. And when working with a literary agent, you know what their job is to read your story. If they like it, and then they'll agree to represent you. And then once you, you know, they represent you, they uh, shop your work to traditional publishers that they know is going to publish your genre. Okay. 
All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be making some phone calls tomorrow because I already um took down a listing of a bunch of um literary agents um in here in New York that um oh, that's congrats. Uh-huh. Yeah, I made a list already. So I mean, cause my book is ready to it, it it's it's ready to go to an editor and go uh-huh. and get to to I mean, it. I have, I have a. I don't want to reveal too much about my book because it's actually two books in one. Mm-hmm. And I was um, the volume. Yeah, it's two parts. Yeah, it's two books. Yeah, two parts. So basically, it was two books, and it would be you know divided into two parts. So is this book complete? Yeah, it's complete. It's complete. All right. And so uh, one thing about the editing process is that it's back and forth. The editors will make corrections and they'll send it to the author, and then the authors can make their own corrections, and then, you know, they'll send it. It's a back-and-forth process until the author is satisfied, you know, with the final draft and then they get the final um, round of corrections that they make, and then they send it back to the editor who does the final draft and send it to, you know, the, um, the authors who can then make, you know, more corrections on this procedure. It's a uh, method called galleys. And what you do is that any more, if you see any more corrections that need to be made, is that you have to count each line, I recall, you know, is that you count each line and then, you know, make the corrections from there, you know, like with the sentences. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the, that information. Um, I know it's late. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you for bringing this information to us. Um, this information is important to us as artists and writers and, yeah. and authors. Um, and thank you for, for um, constantly having this, this forum where, where you're sharing this, and you have a good night. You do the same. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for calling in. Good questions. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay, we have, let's see. All right. Um, well, Queen's Report, I think that's everyone. And if there's, you know what, can you provide your contact information? Because I'm sure some people would feel more comfortable. Not everyone likes to talk over the air yeah. about their personal business mm-hmm. in relation to business. So for those persons who would like to speak with you one-on-one behind the scenes, can you share your contact information with them? Sure. And thank you. Sure. My contact information is on Facebook, and my name is spelled Z like zebra, I-P-P like Peter, two P's, O-R-A-H. <clears throat> and my last name is spelled T like Thomas, H-E-L as in Larry, M as in Matt, O as in Onion, N as in Nancy. Mhm. Okay, and let everyone know they can find you on social media and where to look for you. Yeah, to look for me on Facebook and just type in my name. Okay, and you can give the name for them to type in because I don't want them to type in Queen Zipporah and then you're not showing up. (laughs) All right, no, no, I'll repeat my, uh, I'll spell out my name again. Okay. (laughs) Z like zebra, I, T as in Peter, T as in Peter again, O as in onion, R as in Rita, 
A as an apple, H as in hit. <clears throat> Last name, T like Thomas, H, E as an Earl, L as in Larry, M as in Matt, O as an onion, N as in Nancy. Belmont. Excellent. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was the co-host of the Exceptional Scribble Show, Queen Zipporah Selman. Feel free to connect with her off this show, but on social media. She's looking forward to answering any questions you may have. Post this show tonight. She is available to you for consultation purposes. Thank you so much, Queen Zipporah Thelman. Right. Thank you, Queen France. And, and I'm going to ask you as well, do you have any books that you would like to recommend for those who are contemplating uh, publishing their first book, any books that could help them to better prepare themselves for that journey? All right. Well, what they can do is use <clears throat> the writer's market, and it comes out every year. Now, I think the 2016 is out, and it's the writer's market, and it's the book that tells, you know, everything about what they uh, from publishing to writing <clears throat> and finding literary agents. And mm. the important, yes, <clears throat> and then the non-book material, I would say the important thing to do is that when you write, you write what you like, you know, because it's your passion. Mhm. Yep. And I say a third nonfiction book is called The Forty Eight Four Eight Laws of Power by Robert Greene. So G R E E N E. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard it here, live, everyone. Prepare yourself. There's so much to do when you want to become a published author. Um, there's so much you should do before even achieving that milestone. And that's why this platform was created. First and foremost, literary artists must collab with each other. If you expect to refine your literary skills, you need to be in constant practice, yeah. that means you should be writing every day. I'm not going to say how much you should write a day because not all of us are striving to achieve mastery. However, I will say this. If you want to master the craft as a poet or as a writer in general, lyricist, it doesn't matter, you've got to Practice. Your skills must be in practice on a consistent basis. And with that being said, I want to say to Queen Zipporah, thank you for your contributions tonight to Episode 87 of the Exceptional Scribbles Show. We look forward to doing this again on next week. And we do have a surprise for everyone next week. We have a published author that will be joining us during the exclusive interview hour. And the topic will be about recovering from 
mental distress. We have a lot of people in general. You can't put an age limit on this. There are children being diagnosed with depression, young children as young as four and five and six, believe it or not. Yeah. So All we're right. going to All touch right. on, yes. All right, Queen Fran, I'm signing off for the Queen's of Port Until next time, everyone have a good night. Good night, Queen's of Port. Thank you. So we're going to touch on uh, mental distress recovery and how to do that successfully. We have a lot of people that do acquire therapy and counseling, but for some odd reason or another, it's not benefiting them. So we're going to learn what things to know to do and how to um, heal from mental agony, anguish, woe, troubles, you name it, depression, whatever you want to call it, it's mental distress, and there's a way out. So please tune in next week. For now, we're going to touch on some uh, poets, and they're going to give their delivery of poetry. We're going to start with Word Warrior. Welcome back to the mic. Yes, did we lose um, Nakia? Um, She left for the moment. I guess she'll be returning soon. Okay. Yeah, I kind of wanted to do this piece for her, but I'm going to still do it anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to do this piece and get out of here. This piece is called Erotic Cities. Minutes before it's scheduled start time. Hello? Yes, I heard something. Are we still here? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I heard some, a computer or something. I'm not sure what that was. <laughs> okay. So this piece is called Erotic City. I'm here, Word Warrior. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do this for you. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is dedication to you, Queen. Here we go. <clears throat> I touched your skin, and lost control. I want these feelings until I get old. You awaken my energies. Our spirits arise. I want this intimacy until the end of time. I want these feelings to never cease. You just don't know. You Awaken the beast. Let me take my tongue and run it around your lips. Both sets I'm thinking until I slip. Gently, I want to arouse your soul. We're doing grown things no one has to know. You're my freak. You're my intimate desire. The love we make is always fire. I dream of you at night and think of you during the day, just wishing until the moment I can just have my way with you, your soul, your mind, and touch. Queen, I desire you 
Oh, so much. You bring the inner beast inside me out and took me places I've never been without a doubt. I want to intertwine with you until my days end. I want your spirit and energies on me over and over again. Erotic City is what I call your love. That was the most intelligent name I can think of. The journey you take me on keeps me intrigued, and I never, ever wanted to cease. You're my breath of fresh air. You quench my thirst, and I want to share our intimacies until I leave this earth. Are you my angel? Well, you sent to me because for Ever I long this chemistry. I visited your city and I decided to move here only because eternity I want you near. I want to kiss your lips. I want to caress your skin. I want you over and over and over again. And peace. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Oh what my. inspired your pen to write mm-hmm. that piece? <laughs> Woo! Yes, Erotic City. Mm-hmm. See my, my toes God. curl? I'm massaging <laughs> <laughs> my feet and everything. Whoa! <laughs> Got my pulse racing, my goodness. Oh, God. Wait a minute. He's ready for Mrs. Uh, Triple W. Wow. Spitting poetry like that. My God. God. No, I felt those words. Oh, my God. I felt Mm. those words. Oh, my. I had a Mm. myasm. Right? Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, I got ink <laughs> dripping all over the place. My, my, my. Woo. Wow. Oh, my goodness. The inspiration for that piece was to do erotica in a classy form. Um, mm. I was blessed to be delivered from cursing back in 08. So mm-hmm. it's, it's always been a challenge to write okay. the erotica yeah. without the cursing and then to make it classy and tasteful. Um, my friend, we went to high school together, Miss Conception. She said, you can write erotica and still mm-hmm. be classy with it. So yep. I grabbed my pen and I said, I challenged myself to write this erotica piece, classy and without cursing. And that's what I came up with. Mm. Was there awesome. a female in, in mind, Word Warrior? Not really. I just, <laughs> you know, we, we, first of all, we're creative human beings. We're creative. Heck we're yeah. poets. We're creative. Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm a Pisces. So, you know, we're extremely creative. So mm-hmm. with me being a male poet, Pisces, I can go into character and mm-hmm. then I don't have to be nothing. All I need is to just close my eyes and, I, and then I just create it. That's right. Yeah. Let your imagination run wild. Yeah. And that's true about Pisces, cause um, my my brother is a Pisces, and my niece, and oh my goodness, you guys are oh my goodness. Listen, very, I put a post up. Very Queen, I put a post up last week that said something about Pisces and their words, 
And then I, 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 what I put on there, when I put the post up, I said, that's why we make awesome poet and poet tips. Man, I got about 400 likes and so many poets and poet tips. I didn't even know it was Pisces. I'm like, that's why we make awesome poets. Everybody was saying something on the post. And the queen mm. that I'm featuring in my venue for my anniversary, she's um, a born and raised Chicago West Side, but she's now moved to Wisconsin, so she travels back and forth. And she's from mm. the, uh, People of Extraordinary Talent. She goes by the name of uh, the Lyrical Lioness, Kesara. And mm-hmm. I didn't know she was a Pisces. I think she's amazing. I adore her. And she said, no wonder we click so well because we both Pisces, so I'm going to leave it right there. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, wow. we want to say thank you, uh, Word mm-hmm. Warrior, because that was creative. Um, it was very uh, emotional as well. Mm-hmm. I can feel the emotion behind every word. I really appreciate mm-hmm. you as an artist. Um, continue to stay true to your pen. Yes, and I'm going to say this ending that when you have a gift, see, when you – See, they say that the gift we have is our gift from God, and what we do with it is our gift to him. So Mm -hmm. when you have a gift, you can expand it. You just have to step into it and channel it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people like, well, I love when you do it, your spirituality. And a lot of people like, well, I love when you do your content. And a lot of people like, I love when you do And then, again, going back to my mentor, he said, you want them to love everything you do. Mm. So I thank God for the gift. That's yes, it. Mm. Awesome. Yes. Thank, thank you. And we do bless our creator for he is the one that makes this all possible. Creativity definitely is his gift to the world. And we, we hope even now I'm I'm considering the Nguzo Saba principles and um, creativity. Um, for those that do uh, celebrate Kwanzaa, let us not forget creativity. Yes. Let us yes. not forget yes, yes. why it's so and we important all within our have community. To get together some kind of way with um, Nakia bringing Nathan you here. All of mm-hmm. us all coming to New York. Look, we all going to have to figure out how to merge because there's so much talent all over this world. I'm telling you. It's so exactly. It's unbelievable. I can't that wait to touch fantastic. New York. I love Atlanta. I can't wait to touch New York. Mm. Yes, you awesome. would love New York. And the word oh, yeah. I want to share with everyone, the uh, principle, the Nguza Saba, seven principles, the word for creativity is kaumba. And, yes, kaumba, to do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Let us not forget that. Kaumba. Kaumba. Beautiful. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I want to say All right, thank you. You guys have a blessed evening. I'm I'm leaving now. Y'all have a good one. All and right. Congrats again, Queen, on your feature. And I'll thank be sending you. you a text shortly or inbox. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank, Thank you so much, Word Warrior. I'm sorry, World Word Warrior. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. This World. thing is Thank you. Word yes, it's beyond Warrior. the state. International. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Big things. All right.
We want to say thank you to all of our callers in the call queue. Uh, there's a caller from Southeast Pennsylvania. Welcome caller from, I guess this would be Philadelphia, PA. Your mic is open. I'm hearing something, but I'm not hearing someone announcing. Not like they're, they're working or something back there. Welcome, caller from Southeast Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Welcome. Hello. Hi, Hello. welcome. Please give your name, please. Thank you. Caller from Hello. Southeast Pennsylvania. Hello. Hi, Hello. welcome. Am I on the sexual show? You're on the exceptional <laughs> scribble show. Excuse me. Who is this? Give your name, please. I just want to know if I'm on this sexual show. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm not clear is on this what exceptional exceptional scribble show or this is a sexual show. I like no. Both this of these is shows. the exceptional scribble show. I'm having I'm having I'm having difficulties. I got this like this, you know this. Um, I got hemorrhoids. You got something for that? Hi, welcome back, caller from Southeast Pennsylvania. I believe this is Mr. Paul. Yes, it is. Yes, welcome back, Mr. Paul. We would like to hear some of your poetry at this time. The mic is now in your hands. If you need some time, I can come back to you. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, okay, wonderful. And this is entitled, It Hurts. Mm. When I see a man who looks like me degrading or disrespecting callously, casually, and cowardly, any sister who looks like me. It hurts me inside. When I hear the youth that look like me spewing vulgarities that can curl your toes, rejecting knowledge and rebuke, guidance and opportunity and love, allowing our downfall and decline to grow, it hurts me inside. When I see those who look like me killing each other for the sake of a city block, or for the sale of a rock, or over baby mama drama, or a simple word that was uttered, placing insignificance over the value of life, it hurts me inside. When I see females who look like me, dropping fatherless babies like rabbits, caring nothing for themselves or their dignity, just procreating out of habit, it hurts me inside. When I see a community of those who look like me, supporting businesses of those who don't look like us. But when there are ventures by our own, they're met with being robbed, cursed, lack of support. Plus, it hurts me inside. I am so sick and tired of living in this pain when those who look like me have so much to gain with potential pouring like midsummer rain, yet we cripple ourselves with shackles and chains I hurt in my spirit, my heart, and my brain. The, pe- the pain I feel over this is driving me insane. I hurt. However, I know that that is not nearly enough to raise up those who look like me out of this muck. What must be done? How can we change? I guess, quite simply, 
we ourselves must give a fill in the blank and peace. Hmm. Okay. I tell you, that's a message, one that requires our undivided attention. I'm not sure what inspired you to write it, but that piece is more than just a poem. It is a message for this day and time, and I think that it doesn't matter how old the hearer is. It's something that will provoke thought and heighten their awareness to a higher level of understanding and just true enlightenment. Because we have so many people that, in terms of their consciousness, they are sleepwalkers. Uh, Everything that's going on in society right now, they are, like, dull to it. Um, They have become desensitized, and it's not their fault, Um, you know, due to a lot of subliminal messages, which is nothing short of mind control. So we need to really have a filter on what we listen to as for the music we're listening to, as for the teachers and lecturers that we're subjecting ourselves to hearing. We need a filter. We need a filter mentally. We need a filter spiritually. There's a lot of negative vibrations going out into the atmosphere. Some of us are so open to everything. It's a sin and a disgrace. We need to learn to discipline ourselves not to be receptive to everything because there's a lot of negativity in our world. And if we aren't conscious of that, we're subconscious to it, and that means it is it is entering into our subconscious, and it's going to impact our lives in a very negative way. And for Absolutely. those of us that know to do better, we need to show those that don't know how to live better lives because they need us. We need each other, believe right. it or not. We can't make it on our own. No one is a Nolan. I really like that piece. Can you share what inspired you to write it, sir? Um, a couple of things. Uh, it was a conversation that Ken and I had a couple of weeks ago. It was on a Sunday night a conversation on the radio mm-hmm. that inspired it. But it was also inspired years ago. I was in prison and um, just walking around the yard, as I tended to do, you know, in my own head. But I'd pick up bits and pieces of conversations, and I would hear some of our youth out there talking about the the the, the, the girlfriends at home with the B word and the N word and all of this disrespectful mess, and just bits of conversation that you hear every day, and it it, it hurts. Because we 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 are it can be our own worst enemy, and I'm not on some anti any other race because mm-hmm. I love God, all of God's people, but I love my own people as well, and I know we can do better. Yes, and I as agree. long as we 
crippling ourselves and putting these obstacles in our own ways, we'll never get anywhere. Mm. And this, is what, this is not what we were created from. This is not what we came from. Mm-hmm. We are the people of Nubian queens and kings, and we need to restore our dignity and, and our love of self to, to rise up to where we should rightfully be. I agree with that. That's our, and I'm I'm constantly reflecting on what our focus word is for tonight's show. Refresh. We need to yeah, refresh, refresh our minds, refresh our spirits, refresh our souls. Um, all those values that were first instilled within us by our parents, grandparents, yeah. and so forth, the elders in our community. We've got to refresh all of those things. We've got to return to them. And if we don't, then we're going to continue to see chaos, which we're already seeing currently, Absolutely. right now. And and that's just not living. That's not even worth seeing. That's death. That's destruction. So, And we want our generation that's coming up today to know that, yes, there is a better life and a better world than what you're seeing right now. And there's certain and things that, that you have to better. And that they deserve better. And they deserve the better. That's true. Yes, yes they do. Okay. I'm not going to so hold much. you hostage because I know you have a lot of other callers trying to get on and it's getting late. But I yes. definitely thank you for the opportunity. You're and welcome. And once again, I commend both of you ladies. And you know you'll be hearing from me, Nakia. All right. Yes, thank you, Paul. You're quite welcome. God bless you both. God bless thank you. you thank you. God you. bless you. And we appreciate you. And don't be no stranger. Come back now. <laughs> I assure you I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Wow, I tell you, that, that's poetry right there. That's poetry. Uh-huh. We're going to go to um, our caller from New York. I know she's ready. Welcome back. Jennifer, poetess, welcome. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I have this piece, and I'm going to do it for Nakia, Mm -hmm. (laughs) one of her favorites, so. Yep. (laughs) I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, this is uh, my favorite mistake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess it was a mistake to get up late and miss my train although I didn't get caught in the rain. And I guess it was a mistake to wait in the middle of the platform instead of the front like I usually do. I wonder if it was a mistake to watch you over the top of my magazine as you walked by. I know it was a mistake for you to sit in front of me on the train when there were other seats that were vacant. I felt it was a mistake for my eyes to meet yours when you turned around to ask for the time. I thought it was a mistake to engage in conversation with you while getting off at the same stop. I should have known it was a mistake to exchange phone numbers with you when my pen suddenly stopped working. I knew it was a mistake to fall in love with your eyes, your smile, your style, your voice, your touch, your mind. Damn, I hate that it was a mistake to claim you as mine in my heart. Mistakes are made from through the consequences that I suffered. And although I've told myself a million times to leave you behind, 
I guess I didn't learn from my mistake this time. As you stand at my door, I don't want to suffer anymore. But temptation is the best of me. And I let you in once more while wishing I never missed my train. In peace. Mm. Wow. Very scenic. Yeah. The way she wrote <laughs> that piece. I mean, you could see what she was saying. Yeah. She painted the picture. Mm-hmm. Very descriptive narrative. Uh, and I just wanted piece. to know. I just added, like, small things to give it more detail, like the magazine. That wasn't real. But, yeah, this is mm-hmm. pretty much, <laughs> I was like, I got to yeah. write about this. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Wonderful. I love it. I love that piece. <laughs> now, um, do you have any published books out at this time? Um, I have two self-published books. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've probably got to redo all that because I probably went down the wrong path. But oh, they're out there. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll revisit all that stuff, you know, later on. Um, but, yeah, I do have two um, published books that are out there. That you can actually purchase them on any bookstore website like BarnesandNobles.com mm-hmm. and they're they're up there on those sites. And what name should we look under? Um, titles of the books. The first one is My Love, My Words, and okay. the second one is Music of a Bleeding Heart, mm-hmm. and they're both under um, Jennifer. Okay. And is it just Jennifer, or do you have a last name that we should look up? No, it's just Jennifer. Okay. All right. Well, Poet Jennifer, we truly do admire your pen. We'd like to hear some more poetry, and we definitely hope that you will visit the show again to share some more poetry. Okay. (laughs) We're on weekly on Tuesday nights. Uh, We normally start from 8. It's usually 8 to 11, 11 11.30, but, of course, we're going overtime tonight, so <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us, and we truly enjoyed you. Thanks so much. Okay, we have Mother Wit on the line. Welcome, Mother Wit. Hello. I've been enjoying listening. How are you? Hi. I'm fine. I'm so glad that you were able to come and join us tonight. Well, I wasn't feeling like joining. I was kind of like in a in a slump, so you kind of lifted me up. You were all laughing and everything. Oh, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, well, we're I glad had, to know that. <laughs> I had a pretty rough day. Can't find oh. my keys, and that's like real depressing. Oh I mean, no! Wow. I don't understand the life of keys. No, they just have a way of um. No matter how you try to protect them and put them somewhere that you know mm-hmm. where you them, when you go back, they're not there. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I like the way you put that. <laughs> Hard to understand. Very difficult to understand that. Yes indeed. Well, I know you had a long night and I'm gonna read something. Um Yes, please. Called um Love the Source of My Energy. Mhm. I love the source of my energy. Victory over death. I claimed that when I came. As I feel an ill will in this deal, and I wish I would if I could wrap my head around the notion that I was born to die. Temporary body, on loan, flesh, 
housing my permanent soul until committed back to the ground or sea, one being, getting back to the names you call us, by night, infinite figures, they know who they are, the one named people, Nelson, Nefertiti, Nina, Whitney, Aretha, Harriet, Blondie, Madonna, Oladeji, Tina, Whoopi, Faye, Marilyn, Michael, Obama, Gabriel, Osiris. But so if, but if so, I must go back to the soil or the sea. If there is no heaven waiting for me, and if there's a heaven, then there's a hell. And if there's a hell, we are in it. And if we are in it, then what are we going to do with all these good people here with us? Hell is being tortured alive in this temporary body on loan that is housing my permanent soul. Hell is where no breeze blows, where you are hungry and where love cannot exist. Hell is where people have given in, no discipline, where people lack courage and character, temporary bodies on loan, housing permanent souls. Hell is where the weary get no rest, where you never clear your debts. Hell is where the hate is. Everyone's happy to be better than watching your babies fry or be eaten alive. Mm. Knowing that there's no rescue coming, plastic people melt. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.